It's the Odd Drunk Podcast, a very strange podcast, the drunkest show in the world. It's Jackson and Colton talking out of their ass. We don't care as long as drinks are poor. Sometimes we have our friends here. We will talk about anything. Anything. We don't care as long as we have And if you let that whiskey ring, the Odd Drunk Podcast. Because that's how we treat our listeners. Like a joke. joke. <laughs> you're a joke if you're listening to this. I guess I because guess that's the beginning of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are you doing here? Get out of here. We don't want you here. No, I'm just kidding. We want you here. Stick around. And please. when I say you're a joke, you're a jokester like the Joker. Yeah. Y- you look at society in a different lens. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody here at the Odd Drunk Podcast... <laughs> has issues with society and we, we know we live in a society we we live in a society yeah. and <laughs> robert de niro watch out <laughs> oh god coming for you <laughs> uh, <laughs> not gonna make any other weird awkward de-aging movies with martin scorsese <laughs> yeah yeah i like the irishman it's long though and it is long i've it's, watched it once yeah there's a few movies out there that i'm like Good movie. Don't really want to watch it again. <laughs> yeah. 12 Years a Slave. Yeah. And Good I, movie. <laughs> I've seen it twice, and the second time was because it was extra credit for our class. I've seen it twice, um, both for scholastic reasons. First time I saw it, I rented it when it came out. Oh, nice. And then I saw it for so class. So you chose to watch it. Yeah. yeah it's a, it's a great, great, fantastic movie. Yeah. If you haven't watched it, you got to watch it. It's also just really heavy. It's really hard intense. to get through, yeah. <laughs> so I don't... It's, it's not, not really a fun subject matter. It's not super rewatchable in that no, sense. But it's important to know. Anyways, <laughs> that's a drab topic. Topic. Let's get out of there. So yeah, welcome back to the Odd Drunk <laughs> Podcast with your host, uh, Mark and... Not Mark. <laughs> Mark and not Mark. <laughs> No, no, neither of us are Mark. It's Jackson and Colton here it's again. Not Mark, Don't worry. Not Mark and not, not, not Mark. Not, 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 not Mark with a X across it. Yeah. <laughs> Cancels it out. Circled, X'd out. <laughs> yeah. uh, denied, anyways, stamped. Den- yeah. And whatever the last one is, that's what it is. And then just for safety, you know, you just, know for, just for safe measures, some white out. Just all over the whole thing. Yeah. So it's just blank. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just blank, a blank piece of paper. Blank piece of paper that has a weird yeah. texture that you can't place. That you can't quite figure yeah. out what it was. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, what is this and weird? You just toss in the can. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what we want you to do with this podcast. So don't toss us in the trash. Um, but yeah, we are back after our twilight commentary finished it finally yeah actually we finished it like months ago at this point but finally got the episode out yeah it's out with it done goodbye never wipe (laughs) clean you wipe clean my hands are wiped clean washing our hands from it and uh we'll have to find another young adult uh, franchise (laughs) the dog on though maybe the hunger games (laughs) or the city of bones or whatever it is maze runner yeah (laughs) That's actually okay. Those are okay. Uh, the, the first one, at least, I think. Percy Jackson. 
should talk about those movies. We should. We, <laughs> about Pierce Brosnan. We could. Pierce Brosnan. It's a threat. A we're going we're gonna to talk about Pierce Brosnan as a centaur. We're, it's a threat. <laughs> I actually enjoy those movies. They're not good. N- no, not even the first one is, really. But they're kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's all In you really... In a silly way. Uma it, Thurman as a Medusa. Yeah, she is. I watched them recently. <laughs> <laughs> with uh, with my girlfriend. Nice, nice. They're on Disney. Plus. You know, sometimes a movie just needs to be fun, and it just needs to stop there. You know. Yeah. Uh, whether or not it has any artistic quality to it, there. I mean, more you can, or less. You can have both. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can. Quentin Tarantino is a very good example of fun movies that are also artistically interesting. Yeah, and also is exploits of his foot fetish. Yeah, and. <laughs> Tarantino is. I saw some. I saw something. Some guy online who was like a summary of all Quentin Tarantino movies is: "We get it. You've seen more movies than me." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like this once a time, once upon a time in Hollywood, which I have not seen yet. Okay, but I, the I only one see I have it. not seen yet. Um, Maybe we'll have to do a commentary. It's on his that. love yeah. letter to Hollywood, right? Yeah. And his supposed last movie is Temp Film, I believe. Mm-hmm. Is also a love letter to Hollywood. <laughs> it's about it's his love the, letter it's to about Hollywood. Some famous a, critic. Yeah, his love letter to Hollywood is uh, is um, Charles Manson. And that's how a, that's Brad Pitt killed him. Yeah, that's essentially <laughs> and, like uh, yeah what that movie's about. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if Brad Pitt was there, he would he would go he he done got him. Yeah, he done got him. Good old good old Brad Pitt. Yeah, I heard Bullet Train's pretty good. I have too. Um, yeah, but yeah, today we are going to be talking about Guinness Book of World Records and an assortment of world records we have found. Yeah. And of course, and we'll elaborate it on on it more in a second. Here we are drinking Guinness. Of course, we, you can't not. You can't discuss a Guinness Book of World Records about drinking Guinness. Yeah. Because they actually are connected. I did not realize that until I did research for this episode. I think I heard somebody told me about it one time and I was like, nah, you're, you're, you're I think I always me. just assumed yeah. there was a connection, but I didn't know what the connection was. <laughs> right. Because I was yeah. like, there can't be two Guinness companies out there. <laughs> I mean, that, I guess it, that would be weird. I guess they're good. But, <laughs> but we'll, uh, we'll get into that yeah. in a little bit. But before we start off here, um, we uh, we got a new little segment that we do every once in a while. Yeah, you you got anything? You got any bit of news or anything you want to talk about? Get off your chest any before bit, any you bit know of news. Uh, before we get counted for tangent points. I, I, I don't Let's, know. I don't know. Uh, I drank a lot of coffee before we started this, so I'm very jittery. <laughs> he my did. Mind, my mind is kind of. Um, we were playing some <laughs> Black Ops Three Zombies. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I heard, uh, he was definitely drinking coffee then. Yeah, he, I, uh, <laughs> while we were playing, yeah. I was commenting, going, "I sh- I've I've drank too much coffee," and then I continued just to drink more coffee. Yep. <laughs> so that's how um, it goes. Yeah. There's my cup over you there know. on the other side of the room. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> you can never have too much coffee. Yeah, I mean, you you, you can. can. You can't, but, but you don't want to stop. But you, yeah, no, I, coffee's good. And it's, <laughs> coffee is good. It's difficult to. Uh, uh, yeah. Speaking of which, we. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna make any promises or make any give out any dates or deadlines, but we have thought about doing another podcast where we drink coffee, talk about coffee and whatever. 
Yeah. A little short form thing, you know, experiment with that because Ooh. I know we <laughs> we go on for a while here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> say the least. Um, but yeah, maybe you'll be seeing something in the future. I don't know. Maybe. Might might be a thing. It could be. Maybe it's already a thing it's like, by the time you're listening yeah. because you could be listening 10 years in the future. That's that's true. That's how it works. We, we do consistently <laughs> time get uh, view or downloads on old episodes. Yeah, so, which is pretty good. You know. So if you're just starting with us, you're probably not even listening to this episode yet. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people aren't. I know are like, oh, I got to start at one. And I'm like... You don't really want to start. You don't. You don't want to start. It's like with the with the Office. It's like uh, you could skip season one. (laughs) Yeah. You know, start with season two where they figure out the character development and they have it's better quality. Same thing with us. I Um, we started out with one microphone plugged into a laptop. I remember watching a lot of season one of The Office when I was a kid. Because yeah, you're like this is lame. Well. Because I mean, we follow. I followed it on TV, but we owned um, season one on iTunes. No, season one's actually got some and episodes. I remember so. when the uh, it's really uh, the, f- the first episode. Is the- it was like the first iPod that came out. You could play videos on. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what, it, but I had I had that. It was a hand me down, and uh, had the office, and we I, I I had the season one of the office on there, and I watched it a lot. I also nice. had season one of Jackass on there. <laughs> nice. So I watched a lot of both of those. <laughs> Um, and I would love to talk about The Office and Jackass at some point, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, Both would be fun. My bit of news is I played some zombies with Colton. I, if you want, if you were a fan of Call of Duty Zombies or just zombie survival games, I'd recommend Black Ops 3 Zombies. It's probably the best they've done. I'm having Jerk's fun done. with it. Yeah, yeah it's a lot yeah. of fun. Jack, and, Jackson picked up a copy for me so we could play yeah. together and... and uh, it's pretty damn good. Well, and so. all the custom map options you have on the Steam Workshop. Yeah. That, you know, the sky's the limit. There's a lot of good stuff there. Um, also, um, because I, I don't think we're going to have an episode on it, um, been watching The Mandalorian. Mm, Probably yeah. get an episode on that by the time that wraps up. Yeah, new episode um, uh, as we're recording right now today. Oh, really? Um, I haven't watched it yet. Me neither. Um, I, I really liked the last episode. Yeah. I thought it was... Better than the one that tried to be like Andor. To be quite honest, I yeah, yeah. It, that uh, one threw me off a little. I am I'm I'm in the middle of watching Andor, but my girlfriend got into it too, so I have to wait for her to keep watching it. I um, still haven't started Andor yet. I figure it's I'm, pretty good. I'm gonna it's, finish uh, the Mandalorian. I'm just gonna yeah. keep up with that, and then once that's over with, go to Andor. Yeah, you know, Andor is good. I mean, it's it's slow. It's the politics of Star Wars again. Uh, I mean, kind of. It feels Andor feels more like a kind of slice of life type of Star Wars show. Okay. Um. So it doesn't focus a whole lot on like too much on the politics stuff, but it shows like Mon Mothma's Mothma is a character in it, and it nice. shows her kind of maneuvering stuff behind the scenes a little bit. So it shows some of that of her, you know, throwing parties at her house to kind of put up an appearance type of thing. Oh, that's fun. Uh, so, like, it shows <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, and it's all on Coruscant, right? Uh, her story does take place on Coruscant. Okay. But they follow, you follow Cassie Nandor, too. And um, it takes a while for him I heard to... About, I heard a lot um, of it was filmed on location, which is pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, they didn't use a lot of the volume. Yeah, there's a lot of real sets and stuff. And um, it does take a while for 
Cassian to kind of start becoming like invested into the cause and all right. that. Um, but it's a good show. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I got to check it out. Also, I just watch over the weekend John Wick Chapter 4. Oh, um, I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, but absolute banger. If you're into action movies, if you've seen the John Wick movies, this is the... I can easily say this is the best one. I'm serious. Objectively, this movie from start to finish is just, mm, you know. I've I've not seen it yet, but you know what? From the trailers, as soon as there's two moments in the trailers that made me go, yep. Donnie Yen. This is going to be awesome. Yeah, one was when they revealed Donnie Yen uh, is in it because I fucking love Donnie Yen. And also, there's a moment where in one of the trailers where, uh, where Morpheus says... Yeah, Lord uh, Fishburne's character. <laughs> yeah, the homeless um, king. Uh, are you ready, John? And he, John, and Keanu Reeves just goes, "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, that's I'm watching." That's pretty this. much. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, there's a lot of, lot of great action, great cinematography. I mean, and great character moments. A lot of good one-liners, and there's some comedy in there, which is always good because Keanu. I mean, come on. And no, actually, I'm not even gonna spoil it. Just go watch it. Uh, I already told yeah. Colton some stuff, but I'm not going to tell you anything. And I'm you're on the internet, so you've probably seen stuff anyways. <laughs> you don't need to hear it from me. I'm not going to be the guilty party here. Yeah. The internet's the guilty party. Internet spoiled TikTok. One of those Mandalorian currently... episodes this season for me. Yeah. TikTok's currently uh, the guilty party right now. It's getting investigated by Congress. Yeah. And Congress <laughs> does not know what they're talking about, and it's funny um <laughs> well i get their concerns but the, it also seems like they're just a bunch of old men they're like oh this app that kids like this uh, tic-tac app this tic-tac yeah uh, um yeah. speaking of tic-tacs i wish i had one actually yeah i, I, I prefer tic-tac over tiktok i do too you yeah know, um, i mean i i i use tiktok <laughs> but uh i'm not like attached to it you know yeah a lot of people it's, it's um, fine couldn't say the same actually yeah i mean i don't think they should ban it because free speech and other reasons but i'm not defending the app because i love i'm like attached to the app right <laughs> um i there's other, i don't want to go down this yeah, uh there's other rabbit ba- hole yeah yeah but, anyway, you know anyway i don't want the uh, chinese communist party breathing down my neck that's all i will say yeah uh, <laughs> anyways uh go uh <laughs> this is for the troops okay america America, yes. Um, uh, <laughs> we're number one. Every other country, I don't care. We're very, we're very scatterbrained. <laughs> yeah, we are today, <laughs> um, and I do not actually believe that. Um, <laughs> and and um, and did you know Guinness is older in America, seventeen fifty nine? It, it is. Yeah. I talked about it in our St. Patty's episode, but yeah. you know, just to kind of we've this. talked about Guinness a lot. We recently. of course we have. I mean, we did yeah. a history of beer episode where and we of talked course about we talked about guinness and saint patty's day where we talked Talk about guinness, guinness. And now we're talking about guinness <laughs> again once I mean, again it's it's good beer i like guinness <laughs> i like uh, the little ball on it yeah i i remember um bill uh dave avatar uh we were mm-hmm. at a saint patty's day party like quite a few years ago and uh he don't don't say it like that don't phrase it like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> we had a saint patty's party at some point and bill uh, he poured out his Guinness. <laughs> he thought somebody. I walked into the kitchen. He was pouring out his Guinness. He's like, "Someone put something in my can." <laughs> can you hear that? And I'm like, "Bill, that's the little ball that they put in the Guinness to." For yeah, the nitro. it has like the nitrogen. in And it he was like, whatever. "Oh, okay." 
<laughs> so he yeah. poured out a Guinness because he thought someone put something in his beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's classic uh, Dave Avatar. Speaking of uh, Guinness, we do have something else we're drinking today. Uh, mm, we do. Uh, something we've not had on the podcast recently, or at all, because uh, I've been getting into rum again. I just saw that face you made as you sipped it. Uh, no, I like it. I just... <laughs> it's not what you'd expect. I haven't had a lot of um, it's white uh, rums as of late. Yeah, so it's it's different because up here on the... We've got Diplomatico and the Ronza Kappa, which we've had on the podcast before. Of although, course we although have. I think, don't think you've ever tried the Ronza Kappa, so if you feel like uh, it, uh, yeah, help yourself I, to it. Um, that uh, Ronza Kappa is... So basically, both of those... They're column stilled uh, dark rums. Uh, But here we've got a. um, Oh, no, they're pot stilled. Um, But here we've got uh, Probitas, which is a um, bottled in Barbados, but it's a. (laughs) Oh my God. First big sneeze of the year. Yeah. We have not had one so far. Uh, Write it down, everybody. Write it. (laughs) When we get to three, we got to take a shot. Or something. <laughs> or maybe we'll blow uh, up. Uh, but this is a blend of um, column-stilled uh, Jamaican and Barbados rums. Um, and it's it's a lot lighter and kind of fruitier profile, yeah. in its profile than um, these other rums that we typically go for. You know, for, So the, these other ones are a little more heavy on the uh, toffee and caramel and vanilla flavors. Mm-hmm. And then vanilla like, forward, et cetera. Joke. Yeah. Insert. Yeah. insert um, <laughs> and then, and then like, joke. you know, plantation, which we love. Yeah. Um, I didn't know this until recently. Plantation is finished in cognac barrels. Mm, so okay. that's kind of gives it a unique flavor, but this stuff's different and I think it's pretty good. I um, think it would be different. good to um, mix a cocktail in. Pina this would be fantastic colada. for a cocktail. Oh, a pina colada yeah. with this? Ooh, yeah, that would be, that'd be fantastic. Tasty. Yeah, or a daiquiri, but it stands on its own. Yeah, it's it, not it, as smooth. It makes itself. <laughs> yeah, it makes itself known in your mouth. It burns. It, yeah, fights it, back a little bit. <laughs> but I like my liquor to kick back. A yeah, little, but you it's know? it's got an interesting profile. Um, Probitas. Rum. Apparently, you know apparently I, in other countries it goes by a different name. Okay, I don't remember what it is. You know what? I like so my Chris liquor. McMahon, McMahon, McMahon. If, if you're listening, I Chris know, with a K. I know they sell this in the UK, but it does. Mm-hmm. It's not called Probitas over there. It's called something else, and I can't remember. Okay, what it's I'd have to look it up, but I'm not going to right now. Uh, but it's it's good stuff. <laughs> Um, but as I was saying, uh, you you know, sometimes I like my liquor to remind me that I'm drinking poison. Yeah. Not, not saying, okay, that sounds like, that sounds really bad. That sounds really bad. I like it. It just has a good kick to it. Okay. Yeah. Um, just because, you know, remind you that your liver's dying slowly. Just because your dog bites you doesn't mean you put it down. Yeah. You like it more for that reason. Good boy. But do that on the assailant. I, mean, I, I wouldn't say that if my dog bit me, I would be like, oh, good boy, and here's a treat. No, I mean, I'd, I'd probably be like, no, bad dog. I'm, um, I'm in a weird headspace right now. We're, and, and this spot, this whole podcast is in a weird space right this, now. This is a weird episode Like, so where far are already. we? We're, we're um, in the cloud somewhere. It's, <laughs> we're, 
and very, hey, very scatterbrained. Hey, uh, CCP, CCP, if you're listening, um, <laughs> I would love to record an episode with uh, who's the who's the uh, president right now? Biden, Chinese. Oh, uh, Xi Jinping. Yeah. Xi Jinping, let's let's do an episode. The, the president of the CCP, Biden. <laughs> hey, let's not get in there. Um, let's not get in there. Uh-oh. There's people that would like to think that, you know. I'm sure there are people who would take that seriously. Oh yeah, <laughs> but Sleepy Joe, if you're listening, um, keep it cool. I like your sunglasses. He does. Have he does have good. Yeah, he, has he good gives sunglasses. off. He one thing I'll say about him. He gives off very good like cool old guy who doesn't know what's going on. Vibes. Yeah. If he would have been president <laughs> like 10, 15 years earlier. Yeah. Probably be better. He for, just, he just, gives off, Ameri- he just gives off the same <laughs> vibes of like the cool old guy that goes that boomer vibe that I see at the bar. Yeah. That, um, that clearly doesn't know what day of the week it is, but, but like, does but, he need to? But he's got cool sunglasses and he's, he's vibing though. It, yeah. <laughs> Biden is vibing. <laughs> That's the vibes I get from yeah, Biden. Yeah. And that's all we will say because it's about as political as we'll get. We, we yeah, we make an effort not to get political or too controversial here on yeah. the Audrey podcast. But, you've, but been, you, you've been showing yeah. me those AI president voices. Oh, uh, those are great. Those videos. And those, those are great. great if you Those are fun. You wouldn't want to send that to somebody that takes this shit seriously, of course. Yeah. Um, but as a poli sci major, I love it. I, I wish I would have had that during um I would have used that in class. I would have found a way to yeah. use that in class. <laughs> and then, and then I'll our, just leave it yeah. there. Poli sci yeah. majors, they're ridiculous. Gotta love they're, them. Yeah, they have professors <laughs> who light grocery stores. We're, on fire. we're a bunch of cheeky bastards. <laughs> Anyways, well, 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 there was a professor. Yes, who he was, was also your professor, Colton. Yeah, yeah, but he was in the poli sci department. That was just an elective for me. <laughs> So it doesn't count that he committed arson if he was an elective. <laughs> he wasn't my professor. Okay, we've said enough. I just though. had we've it. Said yeah. it. I don't want to. <laughs> we said enough. All okay. right, all right. That, let's, this is a let's, weird episode. Let's move on. In fact, from Sleepy I think, Joe and convicted arsonists. Let's take a quick and... little break. <laughs> we're taking a break. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, we're here to talk about some uh, world records. I'm not even drunk yet. No, but the caffeine. The caffeine. The the caffeine gets to you. It it gets you on that fast wavelength, but not the kind you need. Yeah. But the kind that you want. I cannot sit still. (laughs) Yeah. That's what, yeah. (laughs) Let's get into this, Colton. World records. Yeah. Um, So... Uh. (laughs) Okay, okay. <laughs> Quick reset. Okay. <laughs> World records. So what about it? Who cares? Right? <laughs> I care. They're fun. I, they I are mean, fun. I mean, you texted me and the just Guinness said, Book of World said, Records. You basically just texted me and was like, cares. what if we talked about World Records while drinking Guinness? Well, and, and, duh. And that's, so we, we looked up some World Records. So yeah, let me... Let me start us off here with the history of Guinness Book of World Records, how it started, why it started. Yeah. It was mostly just a rich Scott. That, um, Sir, <laughs> Sir Huge Beaver. <laughs> I mean, Hugh Beaver. So on August 27th, 
1955, the first edition of the Guinness Book of World Records is published in Great Britain, quickly proves to be a hit. Now known as the Guinness World Records Book, the annual publication features a wide range of feats related to humans and animals. The inspiration for the record book can be traced in November 1951 when Sir Hugh Beaver, managing director of the Guinness Brewery, cheers, cheers, cheers to Guinness, Parentheses found in Dublin, 1759, if we didn't already know. <laughs> um, hey, did you know that Guinness is older <laughs> than the United States? Is this going to be our new running joke? No matter what episode we're doing, Probably. we have to I think insert is... obligatory Guinness <laughs> fact. Yeah. Um, anyways, he was on a hunting trip in Ireland. After failing to shoot a golden plover, Beaver and the members of his hunting party debated whether the creature was Europe's fastest game bird, but were unable to locate a book with the answer. Wow. Damn it! I need the book. I, I need wish the there answer. was just some book out there that had that a... told us what the best of everything is. Right. <laughs> Anyways, thinking that the patrons of British pubs would enjoy a record book, which could be used to settle friendly disagreements, Beaver decided to have one pr- produce. He hired twin brothers Norris and Ross McRither, founders of a London-based agency that provided facts and statistics to newspapers and advertisers. You know, facts and statistics in the fifties. They weren't super oh. about that. <laughs> no. Well, maybe over in the UK they were. Maybe the ones that supported. You here, know. here in the US, though, that was McCarthy era. <laughs> they weren't super about facts. Yeah, you got to love the 50s. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so the book was intended to be a, given away for free in pubs to promote the Guinness brand. However, mm. it turned out to be so popular, the company started selling it that fall and became a bestseller. An American edition debuted in 1956 and would soon be followed by editions in a number of other countries. McRithers traveled the globe to research and verify records. Ross McRither was involved in compiling the book until his death in 1975 at the hands. Now, this gets crazy. Okay. This actually gets crazy. This is, is, I didn't get this far into the history when I was. He, uh, Ross McRither died at the hands of the IRA. Oh, wow. Irish Republic Army gunman. His brother Norris continued to serve as the book's editor until 1986. Wow. And thus, that's where we get Guinness. Book of World Records. Which it is connected to Guinness. It's However, a, it's a bummer that you can't that talk about anything with Guinness and things like that. Without the IRA. the IRA up, yeah. shows up. At some, <laughs> it's a really dark period of Irish history. Yeah. And it's, it's just a very unfortunate fact that... Yeah. If you're going to talk about Irish history at all, the IRA is going to be coming up. Yeah. Guinness, let alone Guinness. Yeah. But uh, just a little kind of background for myself, though. I always knew about the Guinness World Records. I mean, as a kid at the book fairs, you would always get them for each year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The the scholastic book fairs. I always had a buddy that would get them. We would look through it and be like, that's so gross. Look at that lady with the long nails. The book fairs, the stuff I was always interested in was Guinness World Records and Calvin and Hobbes. And R.L. Stein. Oh, yeah. I loved R.L. Stein. Yeah. Goosebumps. Yeah. It gives me goosebumps when I read yeah. those books. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <Anyways>. <laughs> um, but I never made the connection that Guinness Brewing was connected to the Guinness Book of World Records. I always thought, oh, that's just a funny coincidence. They have yeah. the same name. But I kind of just at always this point, they, they seem so such separate entities now. Yeah. Like I never 
known anyone to say, oh yeah, Guinness like the brewery. No. I I always like, kind of assumed there was a connection, but I didn't know what the connection was and I never cared enough and to find out. And whenever you buy a Guinness or um, you go to a pub that's m- maybe like Guinness's or maybe, you never hear about it. They never yeah. like give you a little sticker saying, "Oh, go buy the Book I mean, of World these, Records." These days, they practically are separate. In oh this. yeah, like yeah, it's I, just the name essentially. Yeah. But um, but that's why we're drinking Guinness, of course. I would have drank Guinness anyways because they have the same name, even if there's no yeah. connection. Yeah, um, I also just like Guinness. It is one of. My I'll find any beers. reason to drink Guinness. Yeah, I'm, I'm always glad to drink some Guinness, uh, and it's only. Uh, 125 calories. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's better than most beers. That's but, better than some, some seltzers. But yeah, I mean, the looking at the origins of it, the idea that it was initially, the book was initially made as a way, like a promotional thing, as a way to settle like pub bets and things yeah. like that. Kind of makes sense though. Does. But now it's just like the weird, wacky stuff, you know? It's it what it's known for, but it's still yeah. got all the other stuff in it. I mean, oh, of course. I mean, wildlife is still featured. So, do you the... want us to? Um, who who wants to start us off here? Uh, yeah. So we we went through some, uh, found some cool facts from the Guinness World Record. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about. Uh, let's see. Why don't you start us out? All right. So, uh, if you've been listening to us for a while, um, or if you haven't, um, me and Colton are musicians, uh, playing rock and roll and some bluegrass sometimes and a little bit of jazz, a little bit of jiving. Sometimes some hip hop. Sometimes some funk and hip hop. Not very well. The the last one we don't, we don't do well. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make me bring up that episode idea. But we try it. (laughs) It's going to (laughs) happen. Leave it at that. Let's leave it there. Keep the audience guessing. Yeah. Keep them in suspense. (laughs) Anyways, uh, I got a list of the 20. But check out our last, um, Album review episode though, yeah, uh, featuring one, yeah. Denzel Curry. Yeah, oh, speaking oh, of yeah. rap and hip hop, Denzel Curry, um, Living stuff. Color, yeah, Lobby Sifre. Oh yeah, and, that uh, was, I've I've been listening to that Lobby Sifre. That's Bad good. Brains. Yeah, Bad Brains. Yeah, but either way, continue. We'll, we'll have another album review coming up. I love doing plugs this. of previous episodes don't count as tangents, <laughs> but they should count as their own thing. Yeah, but we'll figure that out. Um, <laughs> Anyways, I got a list from Loudwire here. They're known as, like, the metal news website, Mm -hmm. basically. Um, 20 of the coolest rock plus metal-related Guinness World Records. So starting up number 20, and this one really impressed me. Largest electric guitar in the world. And I'll definitely have a picture on our Instagram Mm -hmm. of all this stuff that we talk about. Scott Ripito set this record in May 2001 by building a (laughs) 43-foot... 7.5 inch tall, 16 foot, 5.5 inch wide guitar that weighs 2,000 pounds. Holy shit. Uh, With the Conroe Independent School District Academy of Science and Technology students. Weighs literally a ton. The guitar was modeled after 1967 Gibson Flying V. Classy. I love it. I love the V. (laughs) Yeah, you've been playing one. Not a Gibson, but a a different brand. And yes. A Jackson brand. Right. Yeah, and I didn't get it. I I don't have a Jackson V just because it's my name. I waited a long time until I got one. It's a rad. It's really fun guitar. <laughs> it's really it's a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have the the Anthrax one. I think that's the, one of the Scotty coolest guitars one. you've owned. Well, just the you know the red, 
It's a candy candy yeah. apple red white pit guard V. You can't go wrong with that. And you it's... get all the pointy bits and the pointy head. Yeah. You, know. <laughs> you got to play it like a classical guitar. If you're yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> it's actually quite comfortable. You just sit it right there in between the V's legs. <laughs> and uh, it just sits on your lap and you play it. It's pretty good. Uh, but here's um, an image just to, well, if it will let me zoom in. But just to give you a sense of scale, there's a man standing next to it with a rack of uh, guitar stands. Holy shit. Yeah, it's a ginormous. Took me a second to spot the man. Right. <laughs> um, that's a lot of guitar right there. And apparently it is playable. Has pickups, strings, everything, right? Wow. <laughs> what gauge are and, those strings? And I would love to see a video of this proving this happened. Maybe it's out there somewhere. Apparently a hard day's night <laughs> was played on the guitar at Cynthia Woods Mitchell Pavilion in 2000. Wow. And that song, everyone knows that opening chord to that song. Yeah. Did they have multiple people like they running around on the neck? Like... They have to have. <laughs> Fun fact, that is the first time I ever got with some other, my friends, and learned a song together to play. Hard Day's Night? Really? Hard Day's Night. Really yeah. nice. Respectable. Yeah. Yeah. It's... It was, we did not do a good job, but that's a... It's a it's a <laughs> lot harder than you think it would be, actually. Yeah. There's some interesting chords in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> next one I have, this one really hits close to home for me. It's one of my favorite, well, not maybe one of my top Weezer songs, but it's one of my favorite Weezer songs. Mm. Most memes ever used in a music video, and of course, ah, Weezer did it. Of course. <laughs> the world record for the most memes used in a music video was set by Weezer with their Pork and Beans music video. <laughs> and really, that video... <laughs> Was the best version of YouTube Rewind we ever had for that era. Yeah. Like, let's let's get another one, Weezer. Come on. Yeah. Um, video came out in 2009 and had 55 different memes in it. Everything from Dramatic Gopher to Lee Britney Alone YouTuber. Wow. Chocolate Rain Guy. Um, Old the memes. Shoes... Classic yeah, classics. Memes. Yeah. Yeah, classical. Ancient, dark age memes. Yeah. Nice, finely aged. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I believe they had... It, I don't know why they're not talking about this in this list, but they were setting world records during the filming of that music video. Not just because the meme thing. I think these might have been broken after. Maybe that's why they're not talking about in the list. Yeah. Um, but they set the world record for the largest nachos in the shape of the Weezer logo. It was like oh, wow. 40 yards long. Nice. <laughs> and they uh, set the world record for the uh, most players on a Guitar Hero session. <laughs> Um, uh, among various other oh and they did the t-shirt thing and those records have since been broken Yeah, but the most memes used in a music video Weezer still holds that record still holding it yeah I I respect that that's cool (laughs) yeah and um I don't think I've actually seen that music video I know the song oh you have to I don't think I've ever seen the video it's a great music video it's yeah it's classic um oh here's a fun one definitely (laughs) Oh, Roger Daltrey. All right. The Who. Okay. The Who. Uh, the most amount of horse steroids taken in one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know they were one of the loudest bands of the time. Uh, definitely. The Who. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean, I've been listening to them recently again. Oh, and great. For, for for the era. Listen to Tommy. Oh, Tommy's the best. I have that on vinyl. Um, nice. So good. But for the era. They fucking rocked. Oh, they did. Yeah, they yeah. did. 
I believe it was Paul McCartney heard a Hughes song on the radio, and that's what inspired them to write Helter Skelter. Nice. He's like, we can do something like that. Yeah. Great song. Um, yeah. I'm going to have some of those wrong but, um, Kappa here. So the shortest music concert ever. The Who set this Guinness World Record for the shortest concert in the world, which took place in Tampa, Florida, 2007, mm. and started and ended in only 13 seconds. What? <laughs> okay. Explain. There were 9,000 fans at this show, and the concert had to end after Roger Daltrey realized that due to an illness, he couldn't sing. Oh. So it just ended. It That's... started. I wonder what they started playing. Oh, hold on. What theme is that? It's an 8-bit um, version of the Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Classic. <laughs> um, but yeah, it ended after 13 seconds when Roger Daltrey just, he kind of sang. Wow. So I imagine. I mean, that probably sucks for the fans. Imagine the there. intro to Pinball Wizard, you know, the classic intro. Yeah. And then, <gasps> Everett, not nah, end it. <laughs> Yeah, that's that, it. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. Oh, this is a fun one. Largest guitar amp in the world. There's a picture for reverence. There's the man. Mm. There's the amp. Some <laughs> Back to the Future Fender. shit. It is some Back to Future. Fender Princeton Reverb. Great amp. Also. Yeah. Um, largest guitar amp in the world is over 10 feet long, 8 feet tall, and 4 feet wide. Guinness World Record was set in Orlando, Florida in 2017 by Full Sail University, of course. Okay. Ben Clifton, yeah. John Sherman, Joseph Rivers, Max Rivers, I assume there's a relation there, uh, Drew Welkup, Kayla Mraz, Fahad Vania, Zach Bennett, James Adam Shelley, David Rublin, and Matt Sanchez. I guess they all got together to build it. So nice. for them. wonder what the wattage is on it. I've, I've got a, before you continue, I've got a music-related uh, world record that I found. Yeah, let's keep going. Um, I got for the now this was broken uh, fairly recently, but for a long time the record for the most number of drinks ordered. That was Andre the Giant, right? No, not drink. Ordered. Ordered. Okay. Uh, was held by Merle Haggard. Now it got really? bro- it got broken. Not by the number of drinks, but the sheer, sh- uh, sheer volume of liquid. But technically, he still holds the record for the actual number of drinks. So Merle Haggard, in uh, 1983, ordered... Uh, what? Where's the number here? Uh, uh, over 5,000 shots of whiskey. Ordered them. Yeah. Um, and it came out to about 40 gallons of whiskey. So th- Was it, he ordering it for the bar, like on the yeah, house? Yeah, so type he, of thing? at Billy Bob's Texas uh, in 1983, he ordered 5,095 uh, CC waterbacks, which is uh, dr- it's whiskey and water um, for some song that he wrote. Okay. Um, and he ordered 5,095 of them. And wow. it came out to being about 40 gallons of whiskey. How much I cost. The bar tab yeah. came out to, at the time, $12,737.50, which today would be about $40,000 if you would order wow. that. Wow. It was only broken 
in what, where is this? In 2016, when a UK brewery bought 412 beers to celebrate the Queen's 90th birthday. Okay. Um, now, the reason why they consider that breaking the record is because it's the more... volume of liquid. Yeah, more gallons of beer. Than, mm, okay. Yeah. But technically, if we're talking about just the number of actual drinks, Merle Haggard kind of still has the record. Nice. Yeah. Um, I have another music one here. The highest grossing music biopic in the world. What do you think it is? Mm, this rum is good. That doesn't answer my question. <laughs> um, highest grossing think of music, music biopics music as biopic. of late. Is it Elvis? No, should have been. Way All better right. movie. All right. <laughs> is it The Crew? Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, of course. Yeah. Set the Guinness World <laughs> Record in 2019 when the movie grows $773.6 at the worldwide box office. The movie is all about Queen, Frontman, Freddie Mercury, played by Rami Malek. And it's an okay movie. It's fine. For a biopic. It's like, not... It's... I don't really like biopics. I've realized recently that biopics generally are bad. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> they think there's enough just there based on the person, the and you know, and given that, I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody. One, I saw it in theaters, and I enjoyed my time in theaters. That was worth the fifteen dollars. Yeah, a fun I movie. Because I like Queen, I like the music. Remy Malek was pretty good in it. He did great on all the um, songs and stuff, like yeah. uh, the 1985 Live Aid performance, all that. Like. He, he didn't do the singing. They had a Freddie Mercury impersonator actually do the singing, and then he yeah. lip-synced that. Um, and that's why it kind of takes some points uh, away from him, because he didn't go as far as to do the singing. Yeah, but um, he, Freddie Mercury but, is a hard person to imitate yes, the singing. Yes, so, that is true. Um, but, but, I mean, um, I had a good time, but on subsequent rewatches, it does not hold up. No. Nah, no. Nah. Yeah. I've only seen um, it once. Very yeah. few biopics hold up. Even what I thought until recently was, because I remember watching it as a kid, being like, this is a great movie, the Walk the Line with Joaquin Phoenix, mm-hmm. which I mean, credit to him, he actually did the singing. Yeah, um, I was always like, that's a great movie. Everyone loves that movie. Um, it's long yeah. and boring. I rather just listen. To yeah, Johnny Cash it's kind of watch Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> like play about him. twenty minutes into Walk the Line, <laughs> I'm done with Walk the Line. I rather watch uh, Walk Hard, with Dewey Cox. That's <laughs> a good movie. Yeah, that's a movie. That's one of the movies. I'm, I'm just now realizing, son, how easy it is to accidentally chop someone in half with a machete. <laughs> <laughs> I love, yeah, I, I love the bit where he goes in and his drummer is smoking weed, right? Mm. And he's like, do you get withdrawals from it? And he's like, no. You don't he's want like, none of this shit, Dewey. <laughs> You don't get withdrawals. You don't, there's, you can't, you can't overdose. It's, it's like non-habit forming. It's non-habit forming. It I, makes sex better. I think I want it. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And then um, when he's getting the band back together, he's like, or they're breaking up. They're like, they all have their problems, and he just keeps coming back. And you never once paid for drugs. <laughs> yeah. And the way he gets him back into the band is he brings him some drugs. Yeah, yeah, drugs. He's like, I'm finally paying for yeah. some drugs. <laughs> um, but spe- uh, since we're on the biopic topic, uh, Elvis, really good film. Baz Luhrmann's Elvis yeah. uh, with uh, Austin Butler. I've honestly yet to see it, but I've heard that Aust- the Austin Butler um, 
has struggled to break out of the Elvis voice. Yeah, he still has an Elvis accent. Yeah, which like, is funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it's... I think, yeah, he did a great job bringing the humanity to Elvis, and it goes into, you know, the story between him and his manager, Colonel Tom Parker, and how, you know, fucked up that was. And it's just a well-made movie on its own. It's not just standing on, oh, this is an Elvis biopic, because there's plenty of those. No, this is a well-made movie, good cinematography, you know, nice color palette, lighting, that's about Elvis. Nice. And it tells him, it doesn't just, it tells a specific story about Elvis, not yeah. just a general like praise of him. Like it's a real dive into uh, Elvis as a person and everything. Yeah. And it's good. Um, it's next hard. one. Yeah. The next one I got is uh, the most encores ever at a music concert. Most encores that ever happened was in 2004. And this record is held by The Cure. Ooh. Fans wanted more, and The Cure definitely gave it to them. They returned to stage five times at the end of the three of their concerts in 2004 and 2005. Wow. And the most encores I've ever seen in a show was two. Right. They do the fake one, right, where it's obvious. Yeah. It's not really a real encore. Like they were they play plan- like multiple more songs They anyways. were planning on coming out But then, encore. you know, maybe they'll do a, a real one. <laughs> yeah, I think Wilco did a two encore thing once. Nice. I saw them. Uh, I, I, there's been a couple times. There's always encores, though. These days, that's a standard. Oh, this is a good one. Most music tracks ever released in one week. It's kind of like uh, I saw Old Crow Madison show. Yeah. I've seen them a few times. One of the times I saw them, they didn't play Wagon Wheel. You know, that's the encore. It's the song. encore. They're we planning know, on it. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> everyone's pissed off. Everyone's <laughs> like, where the... F-? They leave the stage. Everyone's like, where the fuck was Wagon Wheel? Come on. Get it's it. so funny. Um, <laughs> My first time seeing Eddie Vedder, this guy, this drunk guy was a bit of an asshole. And he was like, I bet he's not going to play any Pearl Jam songs and whatever. He's like going to do a lot of solo shit. He's going to do his ukulele out. album. And the first song he played was Pearl Jam. Nice. And then he went on to play like eight other Pearl Jam songs in that set. Nice. So, nice. <laughs> he was proven wrong. I've and heard, speaking I've of heard Eddie, Eddie Vedder's fantastic life. Speaking of Eddie, um, so after releasing Deep in May of 2021, Pearl Jam set this Guinness World Record for the most music tracks ever released in one week. Their digital archive is made up of 5,404 live tracks from shows over the course of 14 years. Wow. That's why they have their own radio station on Sirius XM. There's Pearl Jam Radio. I didn't know because that. Because they have all the live bootlegs, and they're like official, oh. nice, good quality bootlegs. Too. I like I like good quality bootlegs. Yeah, and um, so like if you're in the mood for I'm, live Pearl Jam, yeah. go on Pearl Jam Radio. That's awesome. Ooh, here's a good one. First music video ever banned by MTV. Hmm. It was Queen's music video for Body Language in 1982. Oh. Video takes place dimly lit steam room and was banned for homoerotic undertones and excessive skin. The 80s. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Freddie Mercury? He had homoerotic undertones? undertones? <laughs> wow, what a shocker. <laughs> and here's one like more. The people who were surprised when Elton John came out. Right. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. It's, You're that surprised? Uh, I got one more, and you can go off on some. 
So this is the first band to perform a concert in every continent. And you would think, oh, most bands have played in every continent. However, there's a continent that most bands don't play in. Antarctica. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so Metallica. Nice. Uh, Papa Hetfield. <laughs> Damn you, Lars, though. <laughs> Metallica became the uh, first. I like Lars. He's fun. He's <laughs> fun. He's not good, but he's fun. <laughs> I can't help but like him a little bit. Yeah. And he, yeah. Well. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna he was it. humble enough to pass up on playing with Rush at the... Yeah, because uh, he knew he wasn't yeah, good yeah, enough. So at the that, very yeah. least, he has that going for him. Yeah. But anyways, Metallica <laughs> became the first musical act to play a concert in every single one of Earth's seven continents in 2013 after playing in Antarctica. They played for an hour for 120 scientists and competition winners in the transparent dome at the Carlini Station. Dude, imagine and, if you were a scientist... But because of the... Because... The worry about the decibels breaking ice. Oh, right. Everyone had to wear headphones and listen to it on headphones. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Imagine if you were a scientist working at a research station in Antarctica and they came to you and said, hey, guess what? Metallica is going to come and play a show. It'd be fucking rad. I'd be. Yeah. But then (laughs) you have those Mustaine fans. Yeah. They're like, just fucking bring Megadeth. But I, I imagine, though, if you were a <laughs> no, that would be stationed rad. in Antarctica, you'd be like, I'll take any fucking live music I can get. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> oh, this is an interesting one. This is a bit of a crossover here. Most songs featured in video games by a metal artist. Ooh. Who do you... Th- okay, what metal band you think would be in the most video games? Mm, Pantera. Mm. No. Okay. But good, that would be a good guess. That though. is a decent guess. They, their music seems like it'd fit in a, into metal. a video game. Yeah, yeah. Right? Iron Maiden. Okay, that makes sense too. It makes yeah, even more makes sense. Even right? more sense. Yeah. Iron Maiden holds the Guinness World Record and has 51 tracks featured in 15 different video games. Thinking about it, I've definitely heard Iron Maiden in video games oh, yeah. before. Yeah. The games include Ed Hunter, RPG, Legacy of the Beast, which is their own game. <laughs> so, I didn't know they, they have their own game. They do, yeah. It's actually pretty decent. I've it's never... a mobile game. Yeah. Oh, okay. And they have their pinball machine, too, if, that, if you want oh, to count that. Yeah. GTA, Ma- Madden, Tony Hawk, Rock yep. Band, and Guitar Hero. Okay, yeah. I've those def- are just some of the ones. I've definitely played all of those and heard Iron Maiden in them. Yeah. That's cool. Good I mean, stuff, that, and that yeah. makes sense when you say it. Like, Iron Maiden, oh, of, co- of course. Like, oh, so, okay. <laughs> you know how we talked about the largest guitar? Yeah. What about the smallest one? The teeniest, tiniest one? The teeniest, tiniest. Has uh, I don't think it's functioning because that's not possible. Um, ah. But the world's smallest replica replica guitar. Okay. I, I'd be wondering what the smallest functional guitar is. Right. That's and ukuleles don't count. Yeah, <laughs> that's a ukulele. Uh, the world's smallest replica guitar was made from a block of silicon and is only ten micrometers long. Wow, what's a Re- replica of? Just any uh, generic guitar? It looks vaguely like a Strat. Okay, <laughs> it's not the best. I mean, but it's only see what ten for. micrometers <laughs> <Yeah>. long. Um, <laughs> they're doing their best. And to give you reference, uh, ten micrometers is about one twentieth the thickness of a strand of human hair. That's insane. That's so small. Insert. Okay, I understand now. I understand Go. why it's not playable. 
It's model. I mean, I guess Ant Man could play it, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's maybe, model. Maybe it is playable, but <laughs> just no one's small enough to j- play it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll never know. So yeah, it's modeled after a Fender Stratocaster, and the world's smallest replica guitar was made in 20 minutes and is no larger than a single cell. Holy shit. Cornell University scientists Dustin Carr and Harold Craighead set this Guinness World Record in 1997. So they must have been sitting there just bored in their, you know, labs. So it's like like the size of a single cell. Well, one of them. I don't know if the one I'm talking about is. Well, if there's a guitar model that's the size of a single cell, does that theoretically mean that you could you could like put that on your skin and it would stay there and you could say, like, I have a guitar in my skin? Yeah, you could. That'd be wild. You could do that, or you could not. Yeah. <laughs> Probably shouldn't. Probably shouldn't. <laughs> now, this one's kind of a no-brainer. This is the last one I have, because okay. the rest of them, eh. Let's get to other stuff. Yeah. But um, the best-selling album by an Australian group. Come on. Is it ACDC? It's ACDC. <laughs> ACDC holds the Guinness World Record for best-selling album by any Australian group. Well, let me guess what album it is. Back in Black. Yes. Yeah. Their album back. You win. I don't know what you win, but you win. I win. I win a sip of Guinness. But you can already get that. So. But I won it though. You earned it. I <laughs> yeah. earned that sip. You did. Yeah. Their album Back in Black was awarded twenty-two times platinum and has sold over twenty-two million units. It's a great nice. album. Great. Uh, yeah. Don't necessarily think it's their best. I will stand by. But my, it is a great album. My favorite ACDC album has to be High Voltage. High Voltage does kick I mean, ass. it's their first album. Not that they didn't, after that, come out with some I'm a Powerage fan. That's a good one, too. Yeah. I mean, they, they have quite a few fantastic albums. Just look up, listen to Riff Raff. That's a killer good, song. That, yeah. Um, but I just I just have to stand by um, when I was, like, in elementary school. I was, like, in fourth grade. High Voltage was like my favorite album, and it's sentimental to me. It's mm-hmm. just I know that album. I mean, Bon front, Scott, front Angus to back. Young, like, I mean, you can't go wrong. Fuck Bon Scott's album. one of the best. We were at work, and we put on I put on some ACDC radio, and they were playing like uh, "She's Got Balls" and like songs like that. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "This is fucking rad." This whatever station this is is playing like the not super played ACDC stuff, and I'm loving it. Yeah, I, um, I, I'm always loving that. I love ACDC. I really do. How can you not? Like, especially, I mean, they're, they're a band. I think this counts as a tangent. But Fair like, enough. We've gone on enough tangents in this segment that I think we can just add a point. We can count one? Yeah. So um, how many points do we have? Just one. I, I, think, I okay. think just all of these music tangents combined just at least count well, as for, one um, tangent. Um, unless you think. It for be, all our listeners out there in the void. Yeah, the great ex- explain it. Ether. <laughs> um, yeah, we have a tangent point system now. Uh, we've been doing it for a little while now, actually. Uh, the start of the year or a little earlier, something like that. We, I mean, it's been a little while. Um, yeah. But basically, when you hit th- three tangent points, you're out. You have to take a shot. Yep. Or if you want to be a baby about it, <laughs> you can veto that shot. But yeah. that means you immediately have to take a shot at the beginning of the next episode. Yeah. And for continuity's sake, it better not be a commentary one on the next one. Because commentaries, we we often record them ahead of time. Yeah. You, so, don't, you don't get to save it for the next episode. Nope. Yep. 
You don't. Uh, anyways, <laughs> but, but that's how it goes. Yeah. And we have one I, point. I think this counts as a point just because we've gone on enough small little tangents on this music section. And um, if we go on too long explaining the tangent point systems, yeah, also counts so as let's, a point. Let's so stop let's stop that. it there. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I mean, ACDC is one of those bands where it's like, yeah, their their big hits are great. Thunderstruck, fucking rad song. I love that. Um, but they have a ton of just like, because at, the, at their core, they're like a blues band that's just really heavy. Yeah, yeah. That's just how heavy they blues. started. Yeah. Um, so they've got a bunch of really cool, like lesser, like not as, not lesser known, but not as popular tracks that I just love because they're just like these like really fast, heavy shuffles. Yeah, and it's essentially awesome. and and uh, and high voltage is full of those. Um, yeah, just fast. That's that's shuffles. that's my tangent. <laughs> All right. Um, I think we should take a quick little intermission. If you say so, I do say so. Look at everybody. Look here, everybody. Colin's going on a power trip. No, he probably has to pee. I am the emperor. Well, I'm still here. <laughs> um, you know what? Just to make it a little easier on Colton, I'm going to keep talking, okay? I got some stuff for you guys. Um, just let me pull it up. And I got some stuff. Don't even trip. So when I was doing some research uh looking at some guinness world records i ran into something just perchance because now of course guinness world records is popping into my uh facebook feed but i thought this one was pretty awesome and it's a recent one it just happened published march 21st 2023 um unless you're listening like i said if you're listening future and it just happened of course we know that 91-year-old man becomes oldest across Grand Canyon on perilous five-day trek. Colorado resident John... Colorado, let's go. John Chipkima is proving the world that age is nothing but a number. Um, you could argue about that. Let's not get into that. On November 7, 2019, at the age of 91 years old, 152 days old specifically, 91 152 days old. John became the oldest person across Grand Canyon rim to rim on foot. Male. Parentheses male, of course. Uh, John performed a rim to rim trek beside his other senior friends, spending five days backpacking through the trails with the group. Did they not also get awards? And did they have a Guinness World Record person with them the whole time that had to do the trip? I would hope so. Um... Journey involves setting off the North Calabab Trail on the North Rim. We've been there in North Rim. Descending 14.3 miles and 6,000 feet to the very bottom of the canyon before heading towards the Bright Angel Trail and climbing an additional 4,500 feet. That's a big climb. Do you want a cheese and stick? Nine, I'll take one. 9.6 miles back out to the South Rim. Something to do with my friends, he said. What a chat. Scheduled five days. Lots of times of you and socialize. I'm confused. <laughs> um, a 91 year old man uh, did the he crossed the Grand Canyon. Oh, cool! Five day trek, Colorado resident John Jipkema. And nice. um, good for him. 
pretty crazy. But it also says that he had a group with him, so I wonder if they got any credit for it or he, he took all the credit. I guess if he was the oldest in that group, I guess he would. Yeah. Uh, unless he had someone. That'd be funny. My my great uh, my great grandma passed away um, a few months ago. Uh, rest in peace. Cheers. Cheers. Take a little drink to that. Um, Your great grandma. My great grandma. In January, she was one hundred years old. Oh wow! Yeah, she good long she, life. She she made it. Good she for did. her. Not not good that she passed away, but but good for her. A hundred years strong for, for living a good life and being a badass till the end. She yes. she she until like she was ninety years old was still driving herself around. That's awesome. <laughs> um, going to her knitting group. She learned how to use an iPad so that she could email pictures to, wow. to, to family and stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. Great lady. Cheers. I got some cheese Once again. I got some cheese sticks for us here. Uh, because, yeah, thank you. I mean, I've only had a beer and a half and a shot, but I'm feeling it right now, and I think it's partly because uh, the caffeine, and I've not had a lot to eat today. <laughs> so I thought some cheese sticks. Yeah, that will get at your stomach. Would be a good idea. But no, that's an amazing uh, fee. I mean... 94, you said? 91. 91. 91, but I mean, I can't imagine doing that right now. Dude, I'm so out of shape. <laughs> like, that would be... Wow. Probably take me longer than five days. I would love to do it, though. But um, that's great. Um, he did He he did admit that he would need to sit on a flat rock for a few minutes every hour or so. So, you know. I mean, <laughs> not everyone's perfect, right? <laughs> Ooh, I just got a reminder. We have new <laughs> likes and followers I, on I our I don't know. I have to laugh at that. Like a <laughs> 91-year-old man going like every hour or so I had to sit for a few minutes and be like, Jesus, I would have, I would too. <laughs> like you're no. still badass. You know what? You know what I would do, Colton? <laughs> you know what I would do? What would you do? I would simply keep walking. I wouldn't need a break. Would you? Simply. Simply. <laughs> I would have a water backpack. One of those camelbacks? Yeah. <laughs> Would it be filled with booze? <laughs> That's for the listeners to decide. He raised his eyebrows. Man, that was... <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't make it far if it was full of booze. <laughs> I, I, have, I did hear make about a someone. a thousand who, feet. You know. I did hear about someone who did that where they took a camelback and filled it with like vodka. And went for to real? Like, and went to like a festival. <laughs> oh, that's more. So they just had a camelback <laughs> Man, that's a true alcoholic move right there. Hey, I, I would fill it with a little bit of vodka and, Screwdriver. A, and, and a mixer. Yeah. So you orange have, juice, the classic mixer. Well, no, if I, you don't want orange <laughs> juice sitting there in the heat in the fucking camelback. Well, that's why no. you get one of the good insulated you, you, ones. No, you, you go with some ginger ale and a little bit of whiskey. You have a little whiskey ginger, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Another good mixer. It is a good mixer. You know, Coca Cola, one of my favorite mixers. <laughs> <laughs> I realized the other day they they just sell mixers at the store. I know, isn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I d- there's mine. Do you have another one? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I've got a couple here. Um, I I want to first start with incredible alcohol related world records. Let's go now. Uh, however, I do have a follow up question. 
as far as I know about the Guinness Book of World Records and their committee and everything and, you know, all their rules. Yeah. Alcohol world records, they don't. They do. Do they? They do. But do they have someone monitoring to, uh, the situation? So, Because so, uh, I know you can't do any world record that will endanger you or another person. Yeah. So there are alcohol. There are. They, they have a tradition of um, world records around alcohol uh, going all the way back to the first edition. To the point of, I think I read an article. I don't remember which prime minister it was, but prime minister of Australia, like in the 90s, uh, back in the 50s. Did actually briefly hold the world record for at Oxford University downing the uh, pint, two and a half pints or whatever those they do um, in twelve seconds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's a lot of beer. Um, eventually got got beat, but no, there is there is a there is a history of alcohol being featured. In I think world I could do that. World records. I don't know. So this list here, I don't two know. two pints in twelve seconds. Oh my god, uh, pop ups. A two and a half pints in twelve seconds. Yeah. It eventually got beat. Uh, someone did it in ten seconds. Um, Ooh. <laughs> uh, so so these these records here. I know a few of them are world records. It doesn't say on the list, but I looked up a couple of them. Okay. I don't know that every single one of these are Guinness World Records. Yeah, it fits in. Um, and there are world records out there. So like Andre the Giant does hold the record for yeah, the most it's not, it's just most not beers drank Guinness. in one it's sitting, not. but he did. But Guinness World Record does not recognize yeah, that. We talked about it. Um, hundred and nineteen pints. Hundred nineteen pints and uh, beating out Wade Boggs, who claims to have been like hundred and nine. Wow, that's little a ASMR for you guys. <laughs> ASMR of opening beers. Um, yeah, Another beer. great podcast idea. We just open beers in front of a microphone for an hour. <laughs> Sounds expensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it would get expensive. Uh, Anyways, what do you have? But but yeah, so I don't know that all of these are actual Guinness World Records. Incredible alcohol world records. Yeah. So we've, we've let's got Let's go. A, let's do it. Oldest alcoholic beverage. The world record for the oldest beverage, alcoholic beverage, goes to the Yellow River Valley in the Heian province of China mainland, pottery jars excavated at an early Neolithic village dubbed uh, Zhaihu. I'm probably way mispronouncing that. Uh, it contains residues that are evidence of fruit wine. Mm, um, a sangria, perhaps. Uh, it dates back as far as 7,000 B.C. That's a long time ago. That is a long time ago. <laughs> uh, I mean, go again. I'm going to refer our listeners <laughs> really to our beer that. history episode. Of, yeah. Uh, I think in that we went on a little bit about uh, how some anthropologists think that humans settling down and going from hunter gatherers to an archaic, uh, uh, archaic what you would call an archaic lifestyle, so um, farming and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, has a probably has a bit to do with beer. Uh, Beer. Yeah. It's a good incentive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, to make humans think, you know, let's stop this whole hunter-gatherer stick. Yeah. And let's, well, let's farm and well, harvest wheat like, and grain so we can make bread. Well, the idea is and that... beer. <laughs> the idea is that um, there's evidence to say that we knew about beer. We were making beer before, before the Small agricultural revolution. But, and... The average hunter-gatherer worked less hours and had a better diet. Oh yeah, definitely. Than humans later. If did. we went back, like, so if... it doesn't quite make sense that people would settle down and start farming 
and working only for working all day, every day, breaking your back. Yeah. So, so some, some anthropologists think that it has to do with farming wheat means a consistent source of beer. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers to that. I mean, (laughs) Hey, we're not the first. We will not be the last. Humans have always wanted to find better, more efficient ways to acquire beer. Yeah. <laughs> just alcohol. In and alcohol. In we general. just like yeah. it. It's yeah, good, we do. It's good shit. It's a... Uh, um, oldest and most expensive cognac sold at auction. Now, these right, are two cognac. separate things. So the okay. oldest one is not the most expensive one. Well, what's the oldest one, then? Uh, so the bottle, the oldest one, the bottle itself, contained the brandy that was dated as having been distilled and filed... Around 1840, um, and it was sold uh, in 2014. Now, the most expensive cognac sold, so cognac being a... I feel like that would be... For those who don't know who are listening, cognac is a type of brandy. Um, Yeah. The most expensive cognac ever sold uh, was sold uh, in China for $101,293.75 in 2011. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of money. That is insane. Um, <laughs> the largest alcoholic mixed drink. Ooh, mixed drink. All right, let's yeah. go. So. No, that can't be the largest. In November 5 of 2018, <laughs> uh, the United States Bartenders Guild in Las Vegas. Of course. Uh, produced a 946 liter fever tree tonic water made with Empress Gin. 1908. It's a lot of gin, too. Um, Empress is, uh, it's, uh, we sell it at the liquor store I work at. It's a purple gin. Ooh. I've never tried it, but people like it. Uh, purple. It's purple. The liquid, it's purple. Yeah, the liquid is actually nice. purple. Um, I don't know. I've never tried it, so I don't, <laughs> I can't speak to if it's good or why, is that it's, the, why it's different from other Is gin. that it? The picture? No, no. These pictures are, I think they're just placeholder pictures. Lame. Uh, How lame yeah. of this website. <laughs> uh... Uh, it was for a fundraiser. Uh, the Keep Keep Memory Alive fundraiser raised over ten thousand um, uh, dollars. So yeah, they they did it as a fundraiser. Oh, that's fun. Which is cool. That's cool. Uh, largest glass of margarita. Oh okay. Yeah, here we go. Everything's better when it's big. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's say. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna skip How over. big was it? Two thousand eleven. <laughs> Margaritaville. Jimmy Buff- Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. Dude, yeah. Uh, produced a glass of margarita Missouri, right? that was literally a tank. It measured 5.2 meters tall and 3 meters in diameter. Uh, yeah, that's a big that's a Yeah, big it said she contained um, 32,176 liters of uh, liters compromised. So that was the entire drink. Yeah. Compromised com- uh, of 8,081 liters Comprised. of Margaritaville <laughs> uh, gold tequila. 2,760 liters of margarita triple sec and 8,640 liters of margarita, margarita, margaritaville, margarita mix. Yeah, that's okay. A, that's a bad sentence. Let me, there. uh, yeah, yeah. Let me get something straight here. I love a margarita, right? Even a bad one, I'll drink it, right? Yeah. But I am not a tequila drinker. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, I'll have it in a margarita, I'll have it in a cocktail, right? Yeah. But tequila has a tendency. To make your friend Jackson here um, regurgitate his insides. Yeah. 
Go back a few episodes ago. Yeah. I don't remember which it's... episode it was specifically, <laughs> but I had a margarita on the episode, and it was me. Oh, did you? I did. Oh, uh, it was a Zoom one. Yeah, it was one of the oh, Zoom okay. episodes we did. Um, I don't like tequila. I Well, so here's the thing. I think this counts as a tangent. Yeah, this is another tangent point. Yeah. We're on to you now. Oh, dear. <laughs> it's ramping up. So uh, I, you know, I work at a liquor store. I started working there. I started drinking, like trying some nice spirits because we get reps who come in and we get to try good stuff. Nice. And I tried a tequila's in the $60 range. Uh, but I don't remember what, the, what it's called. And I was like, man, this is actually really good. Um, maybe I should get tequila another shot. So next time a rep was in and we were doing some tastings, I tried like a $30 tequila, who my manager, who is a tequila guy, he likes it, he knows a lot about it, was like, this is a pretty good one for the price. I did not like it. I just discovered that uh, I have very expensive taste in tequila. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, tequila, <laughs> Yeah, I get why a lot of people like it, obviously. Um, it's one of the most famous liquors out there, right? Yeah. It's got to be made in Jalisco. I don't like how it in tastes. In Mexico. Uh, I don't like how it tastes. Yeah. There's something to it. It, it just makes me want to... I also generally don't like mezcal. I think I just don't like agave. Yeah, that's probably I think it. it's. Yeah. it's <laughs> I mean... And it's not like... It's not like why I don't like vodka, where I don't generally like vodka, because I think vodka has no character. No, it's Tequila's just... not like that. It's definitely got character. I just... Yeah. I don't... And that's, that's why. It's the specific like it. type of taste you get from agave that i i just it doesn't vibe with me unless it's just a gut puncher for me unless it's a really really nicely aged tequila i've had a right. few that i did actually like but but would you they get were them again? all over six i i would actually i've, I've oh, had okay. a few that i would if i had the money i would buy it but they were all like 60 dollar plus bottles I've never had a tequila that was under like fifty dollars that I liked. <laughs> and I've tried a quite a few, you. and I just do not. I, I don't vibe with it. Me neither. Does not vibe yeah. with my stomach. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> so if I walk by that giant tequila uh, bottle, I'd probably just uh, puke on a, you know, just in <laughs> just that from, radius. Just from uh, just the general um, <laughs> yeah. being in. No, as soon as I get a sniff of that, you know. Yeah, being in contact with it. Yeah, just. <laughs> I What's like, this one? I like whiskey and rum. Most cocktails um, made in one minute. Yeah, most cocktails in one minute. Yeah, that's fast uh, bartender. In 2013, on Good Morning America, uh, Sheldon, who is this? Uh, where does it say here? Sheldon, Sheldon from Sheldon, Sheldon, Big Bang? W- Sheldon Wiley uh, made 18 cocktails in one minute. Type of cocktail. I'm gonna have to see that happen. Uh, it doesn't say what cocktail it was. Just any cocktail. Just, yeah. Probably just, just like screwdriver. A, yeah. <laughs> Most cocktails made in one hour. Okay. In 2011. Same guy. Okay. Sheldon Wiley in 2011 made uh 1,003 drinks in one hour. That's impressive. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of work. You're moving around a lot there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Even if it was just the most basic cocktail, that's a a ton of work. It says it averages it to one drink every 3.5 seconds. So just... just, That's that's wild. It probably (laughs) requires some setup. And there's no way it's something with more than four ingredients. Yeah. Uh, Well, actually, he upped it. He said in 2014, 
Wiley Kate. But what it, was so, the cocktail? Because uh, in t- it says in 2013, Eric Moore of Las Vegas overtook that record with uh, 1,559 drinks in an hour. And then in 2014, Wiley came back. And oh, he cool. took his title with 1,905 mixed drinks made in an hour. That averages to 1.89 seconds for one drink. That's that's wild. That's insane. actually really impressive. You're on some speed, <laughs> speed cola. You yeah. Know. Um, this one I love. Yeah. Everything about this one. <laughs> I read. I read a bit of this this uh, page before we recorded. Most. And what I like about this is it does not explain very much about this one. Most beer bottles open by a chainsaw in one minute. Yeah. I know that's a thing, right? Yeah. Opening, getting the bottle off of a chainsaw. Didn't yeah. know that. There would be a record. Yeah. Uh, Jane Munston, uh, in September 2009, uh, in Finland, a Finnish mm. person, uh, opened 27 beer bottles. I wrongly assumed that was a very American thing. To do. Yeah. No, no, no. Those, fin, those, those the Finnish. They, 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 they like their beer. Oh, they sure do. Yeah, yeah. Fin, uh, Finland, Finland, Finland. It's the country I like to be in. Yeah, if it's real. Is that a Monty Python thing? That is a Monty yeah. Python thing. I, I <laughs> um, love how you're asking me, though, if it is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, 27 beers in succession in one minute with a chainsaw. What I'm curious about is... What, What's the mechanics of that? Yeah, are they just, like, sawing through the top <laughs> of the bottles, or are they doing, like, actually taking the bottle caps off? I think off? you'd have to take the bottle cap off yeah. for it to count, right? I would think so. Because that would be the most beer bottles broken <laughs> by a chainsaw. That That's true, because you could, <laughs> you'd very easily just shatter the whole bottle. Yeah. Right? If you were... If you I would assume you so. Yeah. Oh, what's this one? That's a long one. Uh, largest pr- pub crawl. Oh, fun. Um, which is uh, also a fundraiser against cancer. Oh, awesome! Um, in Kansas City, Kansas City, Missouri, the Missouri side. Man, Kansas City! I'm telling you, uh, Boulevard Brewing, love it. Fantastic stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, Just a quick little shout out. Uh, they do a uh, native crawl for cancer. Uh, has been it says they've been organizing pub crawls to raise money and awareness to fight against cancer since 2001. While they've expanded to 20 cities across America since then, they still have their now infamous pub crawls biannually in their hometown of Kansas City. I want to go. <laughs> I, this would be awesome, yeah. Yeah. It says, by 2013, the organization noticed that their numbers seemed so large that they decided to take count. So June 1st, 2013, Crawl for Cancer, Inc. not only raised $65,145 for local charities, but they also won the record for their number of participants. 4,885. I want to go to this. Yeah. And by the way, if you ever go to Kansas City, if you're ever there... I've heard it's actually a very cool city. Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> really cool, right? <laughs> Get to the Kansas City side. I right. mean, the Kansas side. One of my cousins, Not she lived in Kansas cool. City for a bit, but I don't know if it was the Missouri side or the Kansas side. But yeah, it's one of those interesting situations where one... Minute, you're in a different state, and next you're in another state. You know, Probably makes um, totally different laws. Employment very weird. It could be tricky there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so let's see. Uh, says, the, but yeah, I've been to Kansas City. It's yeah. a cool. It's a cool town. I've yeah, I've heard it's actually a very cool town. Um, cool jazz. So scene the there. most bu- beer steins carried, I assume, by one person. Um. So this is one of the world records that has a division for both men and women. 
Okay. The requirement fair. record is that Stein must be filled with one liter of beer and carried a distance of 40 meters. In 2016, Oliver Strumpfell. Um, a liter of beer? I'm definitely mispronouncing Just that. Just carrying a liter of beer for 40 meters. Yeah, but how many you can carry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, beat his own record of carrying 21 Stein. So he carried... 40, uh, 24 steins of beer. Okay, that's that's heavy. That's, um, <laughs> that's a lot. Um, uh, oh, we're getting there. Yeah. Uh, um, beat it again by uh, carrying 25. So 25. He beat his so record. So one liter is about. He beat his own record. He set a record and then beat it, his own record twice. So 25 steins. So that's a prox. That's a, that's going to be over 50 pounds of beer. Probably, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and then. Uh, Anita Schwartz carries the women's re- world record uh, with 19 steins of beer. Again, close to 50. Up, yeah. Up 40s. Now, most pint glasses balanced on a person's head. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, Again, I wish I had a picture of it. So, uh, in 2002, John Evans has held the record, uh, the most pint glasses of beer ever balanced on top of a human head. Uh, Evans managed to balance 235 glasses filled. And okay, I got what? Who, what's this thir- guy's name? Uh, John Evans. Uh, John says 235 glasses filled and stacked on his head for 13 seconds, and he has yet to receive any contenders. This is in 2002. Yeah, um, that's impressive. That's a lot of that's a lot yeah, of beer. Yeah, this is a I, official I'm, Guinness World Record. I'm curious on to they, I'm curious about what this looks like. Did they image take, no longer available? Um, well, that's not. Did they? Take oh, here like, he is. Okay. Did they take like a? This platform? is how they did it. Yeah, it's a platform situation. Okay. I would assume so because that would be the physics of that would be weird. Probably also be heavy. Okay. Yeah, that would that would be heavy. Yeah, so right here we got like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, about seven stacks of what? What would you say? About forty uh, beers a piece. I mean, twenty-four. Those look like those look twenty-four like, those look like cases. There. That's a lot. That's a lot of That's beer. That's a to lot of beer. On your it says head. here two hundred and thirty-five glasses. Two hundred thirty-five. Wow. Yeah. All right, uh, most expensive beer ever sold that was al- or pizza ever sold that was alcohol themed. Uh, alcohol themed pizza. Yeah. Now you're talking my language. Now, I read this one earlier. It's, <laughs> you're talking my it's language. Wild. It says a pizza prepared with cognac marinated lobster, mm-hmm. steak fillet soaked in scotch, champagne infused inf- caviar, and vodka infused smoked salmon. That sounds delicious. It uh, sold for the price of two thousand five hundred and fifty-two dollars in two thousand and six. If I had two thousand five hundred, that sounds wild. Dollars, I would want to try that. <laughs> that. That sounds honestly. Wild. Lobster mean, is good on pizza. If you've ever it, had it, it is, yeah. really I mean, weird. honestly, I've had some expensive stuff before, just because I've gotten lucky. Like I had a. Well, sometimes you just got. I go had a glass it. of a you three thousand dollar. Uh, Armagnac once. When and how? Uh, at the liquor store I work at. <laughs> really? Um, I guess that's a benefit working at the liquor store. It was a little, little, little tiny, tiny little bit of it. Not but the technically, gl- not the glass worth that much. The bottle right. would be worth that yeah, much. Yeah, the bottle. At retail. But technically, you tasted it. Yeah. Was it good? 
It was delicious. <laughs> I hope so. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was a 1947 Armagnac. Mm. Not a, actually, though, my favorite was the 1973. Really? Yeah, which was not better profile. Not a three thousand dollar bottle. <laughs> um, no, yeah, uh, I've gotten lucky and got to try some good stuff. Well, I think. Um... I mean, so, we can keep going with yours in a yeah, second. Yeah, I think we. I think we're done with this because then we get into this whole Oktoberfest thing, and I don't know if any of these are actual like Guinness World Records. I know at least I don't know that all the ones we mentioned are Guinness World Records, but I but know they're a, records. I know a few of them are. Yeah. So no, I checked some of them. Yeah. Um, but then we get into the Oktoberfest stuff on that it's, website, and I don't know if that's all. Seems legit. Uh, yeah. So we talked about music, uh, rock and metal ones, beer ones, alcohol ones. It's getting to just weird, crazy ones. Yeah. Just wacky. This is the, fun. This is the real fun part. This yeah. is from Euronews Culture. <laughs> Euronews.culture. Uh, .com. <laughs> so, you know, it's dignified. Oh, yeah. Um, so, this is a fun one. Most Rubik's Cubes solved on a skateboard. <laughs> Why does that exist? Why <laughs> is that a record? I, I, I don't know if he was just standing on the skateboard, if he was actively skating and maybe doing tricks. I feel like it has I, to be I, that he was actually moving. At least, right? Even just a little if, bit. If you're just standing on a skateboard, I mean, I guess technically you're on a skateboard, but I mean, the mechanics of standing on a skateboard is not too different from just yeah i mean maybe it would, maybe it would slow you down just slightly because you have to you, you know skateboards worry. do wobble a little bit yeah you got to make sure you don't but um, it wouldn't be that big of a deal so i, I imagine he was moving right <laughs> let's just imagine that george sholey is a bit of a whiz this british skateboarding and puzzle solving pro broke the world record for most rubik cubes solved on a skateboard in london the uk if you didn't know <laughs> yes Yes. London, the UK. <laughs> Not London, US. No, no. There probably is one. There is. Um, uh, part-time student, part-time Rubik's Cube master. He managed... London, to s- Ohio. Le- yep. Oh, Ohio. What a... Yeah. That would... The next fallout should be in Ohio. Okay? <laughs> Tangent. Tangent point. I don't care. That's three. That's three, then. Ohio's already... Like the fallout setting. So why not just have one in Cleveland? Ohio's just... Fallout 5, Cleveland. Already Ohio. <laughs> Ohio's already Ohio, right? Did you hear about that oh train? The train that derailed in Ohio that had a bunch of toxic chemicals and it went into their rivers? And, yeah. like, these people threw, um... They threw shit in the river and, like, crackled and bubbled up? Yeah. And it was in their water supply? Also, the city of Philadelphia... Sent out a text to the all the, the 1.5 million residents there recently saying, um, we're not sure exactly, but why don't you just start buying bottled water because there was a, some sort of spill. Well, yeah, in Pennsylvania and Ohio, same. The Rust Belt. In the Delaware. The Rust Belt. So, yeah, yeah, in the uh, Delaware River. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, But Ohio. Um, Fallout 5 should be in Cleveland, Ohio. Oh That's God. all I'm saying. That would be great. But just like modern Cleveland. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not, I mean, not not the Fallout setting. Just well, that's modern, all, and I mean that's enough. That's all just, you need. Just modern Cleveland, Ohio, but and with Fallout mechanics, uh, mechanics of course, <laughs> and <yeah>. gameplay. <laughs> and you already have the ghouls, <laughs> crackheads. <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Anyways, we have three tangent points. What do we want to do about it? We gotta take a shot. I think we should. It's been a while since we've had yeah. to. Yeah. 
Um, and I kind of, I just want a shot anyways. Uh, so let's do this. What do we want to take a shot of? We got two options here. We got two. Actually, we, we, got we, got, we got we got actually several options. We've got Probitas, <laughs> which here. we've tried. We've got Ron Zacapa. You've not tried yet. Maybe, uh, maybe you should try that. That might be an easier shot. Yeah. Um, However, we've also got Diplomatica, which you've tried, and it goes down smooth. And we've also have Aberfeldy, which I don't recommend for a shot. Cause it's which a one do you not care about? I don't care about any of them. Blazing through, I mean. No, well, they're, they're all. I've not. Go, I don't go through them fast enough anyway for it. To be uh, well, let's. Let's. Y- y- I'll let you choose. I'm gonna. Go I mean, up. I already have about. No, that's more than a shot. Honestly. That's more than a shot. That's way more than a shot. Do I need to grab another glass? Yeah, maybe grab some. Do you have shot glasses? That'd be yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be perfect, on. actually. Um, Colton's going to get a shot. Well, a couple shots. No, but I'm telling you guys, uh, Fallout Five, Cleveland, Ohio. Just imagine the possibilities. And if you're from Ohio, you're in on the joke, right? I mean. I've seen those videos of the guy standing in front of the green screen. He's like, Ohio's fine. Why why are you guys so worried about Ohio? Why do you think it's some weird wasteland? And then they take the green screen away and it's like, actually a wasteland. But <laughs> but if you are from Ohio and you're listening, um, I bet you have a beautiful state and I, I would love to visit it sometime. I, I would like to visit every state at some point. I have a friend, by the way. Since Colton's back, um, all I know is that Ohio is like a mythological. Yeah, it's myth. Place. It's mythic era. Um. <laughs> but um, no, I was talking about. I bet uh, there's plenty of beautiful parts in Ohio. I bet it looks great in autumn. That whole region of the U.S. Right. I have a friend, and I believe him. He said he has visited 43 of the U.S. states. Here you go. This one's for you. It's the party Which, girl mug. Ooh, party girl. girl. And that nice. zebra. Uh, yeah. Zebra I measured print. it out. It's 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 a, it's a normal shot. Yeah, because that's I a put in there. Hefty yeah. glass, actually. But I measured it out there using mine, which is uh, too worn out to tell what it used to be. Pa- this one says "Party Girl Las Vegas," and it's pink with some zebra print on it. I really wish I we used to when we lived together. We had a shot glass, and it got lost when I moved. Uh, this is Ron Zacapa, by the way, which you've not tried. Yeah. I'm about to. Oh, uh, we were on Zoom when we asked last had it on the show. So you oh, okay. So I didn't get to have it. But we used to have um, a shot glass that was Minnesota Ufta. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know where it came from. It just said Minnesota Ufta. <laughs> okay. Like it was a sports team or something. Okay. I don't know. But anyway. Hey, if you're from Minnesota and you know what that means. Well, I've heard the term, the, the phrase "ufta" before. That's a that's a Minnesota thing. Minnesota. But, but it was like it was like on the shot glass. It was phrased like it was a sports team or something like that. Like the Minnesota ufta. Mm. And I don't know what it was. I've I've googled it. I couldn't find it. All things considered, I'd rather live in Ohio than Minnesota. I would too. <laughs> um, nothing against Minnesota. I just um, heard your winters are brutal. That's all I, I'm saying. I hate snow. Yeah, and we've I, we I already have to deal with it. I'm a California boy. <laughs> oh, holy shit! We went up on downloads, Colton. Oh my, oh my god! Okay, Thank let's take a shot here. Let's take it. Yeah. Um, well, I just wanted to see what states we have. What are we cheering to? What are, what are we? Cheering we're gonna. To? 
Oh, looks like we do have some Ohio listeners, but we need ah. more of you. We need more. So if you're uh, from Ohio hey, and you're listening, Ohio, uh, tell us what it's like there. Michigan's beating you out. Pennsylvania's beating you out. Uh, a lot of states are beating you out, to be quite honest. Um, South Dakota. They, they're really showing Ooh, through this month. South Dakota. You know what? To South Dakota. To South Dakota. To Fargo. Fargo. Is that in South? Probably not. No, it's North Dakota. Ugh. I'm just racist against against South Dakotans. Oh God! Well, I'm not because they gave us some good download numbers. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I just don't know the. Let's rephrase that. I don't know. I don't know much about. We don't know a damn thing about your state, and we're not. Gonna, <laughs> um, well, I know Mount Rushmore is in one of them, and the Black Hills. That's South Dakota, I think. <laughs> I Are we gonna like bother should, to look I it up? I feel like I should know this. I had a uh, one of the other when I was doing my thesis for my degree. One of my other colleagues did her whole and by the project, way, we that, we, she did her whole thesis project on the Black Hills. I feel nice. like I should know which state that's in. I want to visit it. I would love. Um, it. I think it's South Dakota. I really, I would love to visit every state and see what it's got to show. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a big country. There's it a lot of states. I've visited probably like a couple dozen of them, but not, not nearly close to the whole, uh, whole bunch of. Well, them. Well, I don't count driving through a state as visiting. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I, I've, yeah, really got to get your feet on the ground. You at least got to stay in a motel. Yeah, there, and then you can say, <laughs> yeah, you just got to stay yeah. the night and survive whatever cryptids. Yeah, that. whatever cryptids are offered in that state. And in fact, we <laughs> go back to our crypto cryptids episode, whatever we call it. So few, our first couple of years ago at this point. Yeah, wow, it's our first shit. spooktober. Yeah. We got to revisit that topic. I would love to revisit it and talk about just each state's unique. Oh, let's save that idea for spooktober, we, maybe then. Yeah, of course. Or yeah. if we run out of ideas and we do it sooner, but <laughs> we should probably try to save it. <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, wow, that shot. That shot's speaking to me. What do you think of that Ronza Kappa? I didn't have enough time to register the profile, but it's, it went down. It's pretty smooth. Went down easy. Yeah. Yeah. However, it is not agreeing with my stomach. Ah. <laughs> um, but anyways, let's keep this uh, train. Cheez-Its. I got some cheese. No, I'm all right. I'll be yeah. okay. I'm not yeah. gonna cry about it. We're gonna be. Gosh. We're gonna be fine. Let's keep this train. Train. <laughs> this train rolling. Okay. This is a weird episode. You're a weird episode. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, this is a weird I'm gonna one. I'll take that as a compliment. It's one of the weirder ones we had in a few. Every right? once in a while we have a we have an episode where we're just like in a very weird headspace. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the guy solved uh five hundred Rubik's Cubes yeah. uh, on a skateboard. <laughs> and guess what? <laughs> Sholy did it in less than an hour. Forty minutes to be precise. Wow, on a skateboard. I've never sold. I've never solved a, a single Rubik's cube. <laughs> <laughs> well, to year. I've also never sold any. Either. I've solved a couple. I'm um, sure you've but... sold some too. You used to work in a toy department. Well, I didn't personally sell, but them, but, but yes, but I think it generally by by them. proximity it counts. I sold yeah some Rubik's cube. I think just by proximity yeah. it counts. Um, you here, worked for a store that was here's selling a, Rubik's cubes. Yes, and we sold them. <laughs> Yes. But I've never solved one. Um, Colton, you rascal. Um, most, okay, here's another one. Most blindfolded backwards standing somersaults in one minute. That's a, that's a weird record to want to set Very as specific. Well. Yeah. Ever tried to do a somersault? 
Yes. Did you do it? No. <laughs> yeah, I can do a cartwheel. Well, I used to. I, I don't know if I could do one right now or if yeah. I want to. Yeah. Um, anyways, <laughs> Euro news culture regularly uh, jumps through hoops, but we wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> they wouldn't recommend jumping through hoops. Yeah, okay. We do, as an object podcast, recommend jumping through hoops. Yeah. And loops. And loops. And loop de doops your hoops. Yep. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> to do one, you need to. Uh, be up straight, jump into the air, and while launching yourself backwards, and then land on your feet. Dinesh Sanar from Nepal. I'm so sorry, my fellow human being. I pronounced your name wrong. I know I did. But anyways. I probably wouldn't do a better job. He's not only yeah. a champ at backwards somersaults. He can do them blindfolded. Wow. In Florida. Of course, as the place where all world records should be broken. In Florida, he broke the world record for the most blindfolded backwards standing somersaults in one minute, performing twenty-one in under one minute. And it's impressive. That's that's good job. Uh, Sunar is a gymnast, stuntman, and parkour, parkour instructor. Parkour, hardcore parkour. <laughs> of course, he holds several other records, such as the most twisting backflips off a wall in thirty seconds. Definitely don't try that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this isn't a related section, but all it says is world's dirtiest man dies in Iran, age ninety-four. I heard about that. Let's just leave it there. He was a guy who hadn't sh- who hadn't showered for like fifty years or something like that. I don't know whether he died then. Yeah. No, just... Well, he was like ninety-something years old when he died. He actually lived for a, like, a really long time for never showering. Oh, yeah, gross. I, I didn't like read like in what detail is this? About it. Uh, you might know this. You're a football fan, right? World Cup. Um, football. Most yeah, football. Um, most keepy uppies while hanging with one hand. What's a keepy uppy? I don't Explain know. Explain it to us. <laughs> I thought you were the soccer guy. I, I like soccer. soccer. I like soccer. I don't play it or like. Football takes enough skill as it I is. I just generally follow Premier League and MLS. I that's that's all. I think the keepy uppies is when you bounce it off your knee. I think so. It's clearly some like British slang or something like that that I don't understand. Uh, British slang. keepy uppies. We gotta get Chris McMahon back on here for yeah, more British yeah. slang. We Next time understand. he's on here, we're gonna say like first first thing before. What's a keepy uppie? Yeah, what the, what the <laughs> fuck need, is a keepy uppie? <laughs> we should get him on here again. We should. Anyways. Yes. How about going a while? Okay. How about having to go a while suspended in midair? Or better yet, still on a speeding quad bike. <laughs> Amar Ahmed, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name. I'm sorry. I, I don't want to do it. Has smashed two stunning football freestyle records in Dubai, United Arab Emirates, at the Dubai Police Academy. Um, first was for the most consecutive football touchies. Touches while um, hanging with one hand in 30 seconds with an unbelievable total of 87. Second was the most consecutive keepy-uppies on a quad bike, performing a wheelie, though someone else was driving, together with a Dula Seed Atuludi, managed 87 football touches. Now that is just showing off, isn't it? That is, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 will, I will say, I think I learned recently, I think that's... Ha- Oh, here's a good one. Here's I'm, re- one. I'm really sorry. No that. more tangents. That's it. Okay. Okay, okay Colton. Okay. Gosh. <laughs> Most back wheel bike bunny hops on a bar in one minute. 
on a bar like a like a metal bar or a bar or a bar (laughs) (laughs) over in china you know china i'm aware of i'm aware of china china um another record was china this time on two wheels zhang jacun achieved the most bunny hops on the rear wheel of a bike in one minute with 14 in Guangzhou, Shandong, China. Jacun is a famous climbing bike and mountain bike I'm assuming on like a metal bar. Who discovered his passion for biking at the age of nine. I'm assuming like a metal bar because 14 bunny hops just on the top of a bar doesn't seem that impressive. Yeah, there's a lot of space. So I'm assuming a metal, like a, like a Thin. bar. Yeah, like I'm assuming, a that's, staircase bar type that's, thing. Yeah, because yeah. assu- that, that's far more impressive. <laughs> I love this one. I love this one. Most handstands in one minute by a man and more. <laughs> what? Circus Circus Maverick okay. Nicholas Montes de Oca from Mexico celebrated Guinness World Records Day in style. He broke three new records, bringing his total wow. bringing his total number of record breaking achievements to five. Good for him. Um, these were the most single arm handstands in one minute. He beat that one. Men's most handstands in one minute. He beat that one. And most alternating sing- single arm handstands in one minute. So one. so so how do you count most handstands in one minute? Does he have to do a handstand and then, and then <laughs> get back on his feet and then do another handstand? Like is that is that I it? don't know the logistics. I um, just know it happened. <laughs> I'm I'm confused by the concept of this one. Good for him. Five world records for one guy. That's pretty good. Okay. The, I'm confused by the logistics. <laughs> so this one just popped into my feed here. Watch. Guinness World Records reveals fastest. What do you think the fastest is? The fastest thing. What do you think it fastest. is? The fastest garden shed. <laughs> <laughs> Not lying. No cap. No cap. Uh, Guinness World Records. I spit straight into the microphone. Well, that's why we have our. Um, so we have wind spe- windscreens. Windscreens here. Uh, Guinness World Records has unveiled. <laughs> Unveiled a fresh collection of unusual record breakers. The latest in a long line of people who have done highly improbable things better than anyone else. In the United States, Getty Kahuva. Getty. I'm just going to call him Getty. Incredible ability to spin 17 feet titanium hula hoop earned her the Guinness World Records title for largest hula hoop spun female. Okay, I got to say that's impressive. Yeah. Have you ever tried... A 17-foot diameter. If you've ever tried hula hooping, it just has larger, larger than normal hula hoops. Oh, yeah. It's hard. A 17-foot one? That's in, that's actually... Okay. Hats off. What well, doesn't specify that's if it's impressive. 17 feet in diameter or radius. Either way. Jeez, still, like, either, that's big. Either way, that's big. 17 feet in diameter, which would be less impressive than right, radius. Yeah. Um, I... If I remember from the circumference books. I, yeah, because the radius would be the half of it. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember the circumference books? <laughs> Sir, yeah. Like circumference. circumference. He, was, he was the knight of the round table who made yeah, the round table. Yeah, the round. Yeah. Um, it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, here's another one. It's one of those weird references I like to throw out that throw people off. <laughs> Lisa and Chris Pittman hold the record for the most pine boards broken in one minute with one hand. 
The husband and wife team smashed more than 500 blocks in one minute between them. So Lisa had 230, Chris had 315. When not smashing pine boards, Lisa is the only female Taekwondo master in the UK. Okay, so so I imagine it's that's your... a side bit. That's just a little side. Well, from well, that side bit is important because I imagine that it pro that implies that this is the typical like Taekwondo type of like smash the sport type of thing. Because, yeah. Because otherwise, I'd be like, "What's the circumstances of what types of boards you're <laughs> smashing?" But, but I, I, I under, I think I understand it a little bit better now. Yeah. yeah. Another record was smashed by Kevin Nix, creator of the fastest garden shed. Okay. Explain. <laughs> okay. Well, this garden shed it zooms around Yorkshire in northern England at eighty miles per hour. <laughs> okay. So it's a, it's a it's moving a it's a moving garden. <laughs> It's a car. It's a fucking car <laughs> with a trailer on it. And he put garden tools in it. I mean, oh it's. <laughs> Anyways, okay, the motorized. So in my mind, I'm like the fastest garden shed. So I'm, I'd be like assuming fastest built garden shed. But then you said it zooms around Yorkshire. I'm like, okay, so it moves. It does move. No, not the fastest built one. The fastest one. Okay. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, uh, the motorized shed boasts a 400 BHP turbocharged engine and broke the record by traveling at 80.67 miles per hour. That's speeding. Well, yeah, but they did I mean, I don't know, I don't know speed limits in the UK, but I know around most of the US. And I don't know why they're giving it 80 to mi- 80 miles an hour. You'd have to find a... This is Euro News. They must be targeting American audiences. Why would they give it to me in miles per hour? Because the UK used miles per hour. They do? Yeah. I thought it was kilometers. No, not the UK. When did that happen? Forever. Forever? Oh, yeah, because the Imperial system. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, It's weird. It's weird. It's the one, like, Imperial measurement they use is miles. But the rest of it. Is the rest? Yeah, they use it, they use they use metric for. I know they for still for use kilometers when they talk about like distance and everything. No, no, not in the UK. What? It's weird. Yeah, it threw me off. I found that out recently too. In the UK for still the, uses for they use miles per hour. Really? It's weird because they use metric for a lot of other stuff. It's like the opposite. Why you? Right? It's like the opposite of the U.S., where the U.S. is imperial in most senses, except for but uses in metric in a few areas. Obviously, in scientific it's the opposite fields. in the U.K. They use metric for or metric for most things, imperial in a few areas, such oh, as miles okay. per hour. They use mile, not in the rest of Europe. No, that's they use metric. kilometers. Yeah, but in the U.K., they use miles per hour. Really? I yeah, never it's knew that. weird. It's weird. Um, it threw me off when I, I it threw me off when I learned that. Oh, here's another here's a really cool one actually. The category of all her own. Brittany Walsh, a circus performer from Portland, Oregon. Of course. Yeah, of course. Um, she is the record holder for the farthest arrow shot using her feet. Achieving a distance of twelve point three meters. Why is that a record? Because it is, and she did it. And she did it good. I mean, good for her, but why is that a record? I feel like these days you could set a record by just coming up with a very arbitrary category. And then you do it. And You're the first it. person to do it. Yeah. Then someone has to beat it. Yeah. 
I've got a bunch of records here that I, I'd like to go through to as, is this as well. Reddit? No, it's boardpanda.com. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I, I like these Board records Panda. because uh, there's comments. Uh, so some of them we want to talk about. So like this one. Hey, Colton. Yeah. <laughs> which Jackson. which song has recently broken a record for the longest gap between number ones on the UK's official singles chart after being featured on Stranger Things? Is it Master of Puppets? Kate Bush, Daft oh, Punk, The uh, Beatles, or Elvis? It's got to be Kate Bush. It's Kate Bush because yeah. running up that hill. Because nobody gave a shit. And about now she's Kate, <laughs> because nobody gave a shit about Kate. No, Bush. No, Kate Bush had be- great records. I like Kate Bush, but, but no, she, but nobody gave a shit about Kate Bush time, until until yeah. Stranger Things. <laughs> Kate Bush is good. In April 2022, how old was the world's oldest per- person? Sister Andre, a nun from France, 122 years old. You're, I I don't know the correct answer. Oh, <laughs> we're doing this quiz together. Uh, but you say 122, yeah, 202. That's just absurd. That's not possible, it's, right? It's Come insane. on, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking it's biblical shit. 118. Oh, it's gonna tell us at the end. You can keep going, okay? If you want, I got this. Um, the world's mo- fastest man, though. We all know that. Usain Bolt. The Flash. Wait, here's our options, though. I love these options. It's these Ezra are Miller. Usain Bolt, Ian Bolt, Usain <laughs> Lightning, or Ian Thunder. <laughs> I'm pretty sure only one of those is a real person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, <laughs> to be fair, Usain Bolt does sound like a superhero name. Um, this doesn't fucking count. Uh, mo- most children delivered in a single birth to survive. Now, the <laughs> to, sur- to survive makes me makes me curious, but the, uh, they don't go into detail. Uh, <laughs> in 2021, uh, Hamila Kisa. Um, deliver nine children, and the first comment is goes. I hope the mom is doing well. <laughs> That's a lot of children. Like, yeah, it's a lot to deliver. Longest breath held voluntarily. Well, didn't a uh, fucking um a magician guy do it? Um, uh, well, in twenty twenty one, uh, I can't pronounce any of that. David Blaine. Uh, twenty twenty four minutes and thirty seven seconds. That's insane. That's that guy should be dead. Heaviest train <laughs> pulled with a beard. <laughs> whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, wait a second. Pulled with a beard. Heaviest train. Train pulled with a beard. Beard. Yeah. Uh, in two thousand one, Ismael Rivas Falcon of Spain, with his beard, <laughs> pulled a train weighing two thousand seven hundred fifty-three kilograms. Over 6,000 pounds. Over a distance of 10 meters. How? Feet. Why? I don't know. <laughs> uh, longest stand-up comedy show by an individual. Ooh. In 2013, the Midnight Swinger, a.k.a. David Scott, performed David Scott. the longest stand-up comedy show. He lasted 40 hours and 8 minutes telling jokes. That sounds... You, know, you, you want to hear it honest truth for me? That sounds yeah. awful. That sounds awful. I yeah. would not want to be a part of that. Yeah. Um, we're going to skip that. Uh, longest attack of hiccups. Oh, man, Charles Osborne, USA, started hiccuping in 1922 while attempting to weigh a hog before slaughtering it. Okay. He was unable, to, to, do with the hiccups, he was unable to find a cure, 
but led a normal life in which he had two wives and fathered eight children. He continued until the morning of February 1990. When he died, I assume? No. No. no it doesn't say he died. He just, it just stopped. But he yeah, he probably just had something in your windpipe, man. He hiccuped <laughs> for fucking 80 years? Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Until when he's like fucking... <laughs> 80-something years old. I, um... 100 years old. He also, just... he did not live a normal life. He yeah. Hippo- he was hiccuping the whole time. I hate hiccups. That sounds awful. Fastest talker. In 1995, Canadian Sean Shannon recited Hamlet's To Be or Not To Be Soliloquy, 260 words, in just 23.8 seconds. That's not... That's not anything. That <laughs> I I remember I saw this guy. It might have been the same guy that uh, sang uh, "Beat It" in like twenty seconds or whatever, right? And it's like you can't hear the words. It just sounds like mumble rap at a certain. Point. How how would you judge and that? How would you judge that? Yeah, how as, as a you? world I mean, record like person? Like, like that sounds you close to rec- enough. Record it. And like slow it down and make sure so. that you yeah, can actually you hear the slow word. It down. I don't know. Highest. This is great. I, this is this is this is this one is the reason why I wanted to bring up this list for us. Okay, let's go. A highest vehicle mileage. All right. At four p.m. on eighteenth of September, two thousand thirteen, Irvin Gordon, USA, clocked his up his three millionth mile. In his 1966 Volvo 1800 sensible, S. yeah, exactly. That's why I wanted to bring it yeah, up because it's, it's a sensible, it's a very sensible car. <laughs> um, uh, driving near the village of uh, Girdwood, south of Anchorage, Alaska, USA, uh, by 20 May 1st, 2014, he had driven 3,039,122 miles. Wow. Um, very sensible. That's a testament to the Volvo. This person uh, uh, commented here, I don't know if this is true, but it says that Volvo, Volvo dealership gifted him a new car at his millionth mile, apparently. But, um, but he still drove the same one. He stuck it with like. it and uh, over 3 million miles. S- an original engine and everything? I mean, it must be, I guess. I have no idea. But... That's good enough for me. Since very sensible cars. Yeah, at least he wasn't um, doing too bad for pollution, you know. During yeah. That. <laughs> Fastest time to type one million. Oh, I can type one million. It took sixteen years. <laughs> of... <laughs> that doesn't sound that fast. Hold, hold on, hold on. Of hard work for Les Stewart of Australia to type from one to one million in words. So like. O-N-E. That just makes you realize how, like, just one million. And yeah. that's not even a big number by today's standards. That's how rich millionaires are. Well, think about, like, Elon Musk, who's worth, like, $150 billion. I've heard people say, like, you could make $100,000 a year and never be, and save, every, nope. and save every single penny and never be as rich as Elon Musk. Oh, never. It would take yeah. eons, I mean, to get there. Um, what's this one? Most consecutive one-finger push-ups. Nice. In 1992, London's Paul Lynch performed 124 consecutive one-finger push-ups. It's impressive. I don't think I could. I don't think I could do one. I'm doing it. Uh, Yeah, Jackson's on the ground right now. (laughs) 
Just take my word for it. So, so there we don't record video, so there's no proof otherwise. But right now, Jackson is on the ground doing one finger push ups. He's at that's 10, uh, 12. 12. <sighs> wow, okay, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, he did 13 there. That was a good run. He did 13 one finger push ups. I did, and, and no one, no way you can prove it, and no one can prove us wrong because there's no video. Only we know, <laughs> we know the truth. I'm Most exhausted, pubs fingers. visited. That's not anything. Bruce Masters UK, of course, that's the UK. <laughs> yeah, because they have like a million um, pubs alone. Has visited forty six thousand four hundred ninety five pubs and various drinking establishments since nineteen sixty, sampling the local brew wherever available as of twenty ninth of January two thousand fourteen. Wow. Fastest marathon dressed as an elf. <laughs> in 2017, Ashley Payne of the UK completed a marathon dressed as an elf in two hours and 58 minutes and 61, uh, 16 seconds. That's fast. Especially dressed as an elf. That's actually a, a decent time for that a marathon. Really is, like, yeah, yeah, really uh, fastest time to drink two liters of soda. <laughs> All right. This one's got to be America. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 2021 Eric Booker USA drank two liters of soda in 18.45 seconds. That sounds like a nightmare. The fucking carbonation. Oh, imagine the burps. Would kill you. God damn. Uh, but what? Okay, what does it say? It says he completed the record because it was always his dream to be a Guinness World Record holder. Well, there you go. <laughs> Find some weird, yeah, strange thing okay. to do. And you'd be the first person to do it. <laughs> longest legs on a person. <laughs> okay, the longest legs. Longest legs in the world belong to uh, Mackay Curran, USA, and, and measure at uh, 135.267 centimeters. That's 53.255 inches for the left leg. <laughs> and 52.474 inches for the right leg. That's quite long. Um, I don't have any... Record was verified in 2020. Yeah. I, I, I don't have any way of like comparing that. I don't know how long my legs are. Oldest person to loop... The loop? The loop. <laughs> All right. I in see 1998, Adeline Eblett of England was a passenger in a glider as it performed a loop over Leicestershire, UK, at the age of 95 years old... And 133 days. I'm not sure exactly what I, that means, I, I, but that's old. That's old. Good for her. I old age to do that. Glider perform I, a loop. Oh, okay. I think I mean, like I think like, I like a loop to loop. Like you yeah. do like a, a right. Yeah. Yeah. I think. <laughs> I would assume. I'm unsure. I have a question for you. Yeah. How fast did Jessie Combs travel in her car to become the Guinness World Records for world's fastest woman? Technically, not the world's fastest woman. The car is. 378 miles per hour. Well, 322 is one of the options. 422 is another option. 522 or 100. I'm going to do the first one. 300 is whatever. Okay. What relevant job did Peter Powers have when he broke the world record for deliberately sleeping without waking up? Eight days. Sleeping. Was he a pillow designer? A pajama tester. I'd love to be a pajama tester. That's amazing. <laughs> a hypnotist or a maths teacher? 
teacher. Maths teacher. <laughs> That's what it says. Gotta be a maths teacher. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, what animal is Hercules, the Guinness World Record holder for the largest living cat? A lion? A tiger? A liger? Or a kitten? A kitten. That, that can't be it, but I have to guess it. What species is the world's largest spider? Arizonian tarantula, Goliath bird-eating spider, Goliath monkey-eating spider, oh, or Goliath rat-eating spider. The Goliath bird-eating spider, eating because the other ones don't sound like they're real. <laughs> no, they don't. I, I, I mean, um, I, I, I'm probably very wrong on that. This but... is not pleasant to look at. I don't want to look at it. No, look, no. You're going to look no, at it. No, no. Ugh. The fuck is what that? record does this man hold? Widest mouth or strongest hands? Widest mouth. Obviously. <laughs> um, what? Okay. Which world record is broken over 400,000 times a day? World's tallest woman. <laughs> they just keep finding more tall women. <laughs> world's fastest car. World's longest beard or world's youngest per Oh, world's youngest person. Has Young, to be. Because there's person. always that's a new be. world's there's, youngest person. There's no way that's not it. Okay, so let's see. Okay, we we got a six out of ten. <laughs> yeah, it's not too you, bad. You hold the let's Guinness see. World Record for the world's most average quizzer. No, <laughs> oh, thank you. Wow. And that's it. That's about it. That's all I have. So say what yeah, you got right? No. <laughs> nope. Do I have anything else? Let's see. Uh... Yeah, because I think it's about time. Oh, you got Rick rolled. I saw that. Yeah, Guinness World Records today, as we're recording, posted a tweet. Uh, it's been 16 years since the first ever Rick roll. How Whoopsies. does it? How did? How the heck did Rick rolling ever become a thing? Find out here, and they posted a link, which takes you to the YouTube page of the. They're gonna give you up the video. Yep, there you which go. Which I appreciate. I do. I do appreciate that. Um. I don't think I have anything else. Me neither. Yeah. I think that's a good time to end this then. It is. It's been it's been two ish hours. Well minus uh minus ten fifteen editing, minutes, yeah. but whatever. Anyways uh be sure to follow us at all junk pod on Instagram. Check out our Facebook group, uh, the All Junk Pod yeah. Squad. And uh Give us a like, subscribe, review, download, whatever you prefer on your podcast platform yeah. of choice. Tell tell us what you think. We're 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 always looking for actual feedback. From yeah, listeners. yeah, so that's always good. If you like something, if you don't like something, if you think we're just a bunch of nerds, just let us know. We're gonna beat you up. We're gonna beat you up. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're not gonna do that. Don't worry. We're going um, to find you? <laughs> All right. Enough. That's enough, Colton. Uh, quite frankly. Oh, my God. Okay. But that's, that's that's the gist of it. Here's one of my favorite reviews we have from Arizona Kid 988 Into the Santaverse. Laughing emoji. Because you gotta, you gotta we... find out what that means. Yeah. Look it up. We have a Santa episode. It's a good episode. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because we do our Spooktobers and we also do our Christmas ones. Yeah, yeah. Our occasional St. Patty's ones. What other holidays we try, have we touched? We try to be... Well, Easter's coming up. We could do something Easter-related. 
That could go wrong in many ways. Is Easter <laughs> coming up or is it or It is. Happened? No, that's in April. Okay. I wasn't sure. I think it's April I don't, 9th. I don't like I don't It's always different though. It's I don't those. typically take the time to remember when it, Easter, Easter is. is one of the ones that's always a different day. Thanksgiving is always well, it's the last Thursday. Of November, we happed on Thanksgiving episodes. Did we? Oh, the pie one. We did a pie tasting. That was a nightmare ep- oh, episode. episode. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, we will see you next week. Um, get ready. Yep. I'm ready. Um, uh... <laughs> this is not a test. I repeat, this is not a test. The Odd Drunk Podcast recommends you follow their Instagram and join their Facebook group for more fun content. To visit all of our current streaming and social media platforms, visit the link tree in the description. If you enjoy the show, we would be appreciated it if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. The Odd Drunk Podcast would like to remind you to drink responsibly and not to drink and drive. Okay Colton you can roll the outro now.